This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today, Friday, October 23rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania plans to offer $20 million in relief to the state's suffering hospitality industry. The governor announced Thursday an amount trade groups called woefully inadequate for helping bars and restaurants survive the pandemic. The state intends to waive liquor license fees for 2021 for more than 16,000 restaurants and bars, clubs, caterers, and hotels, said Democratic Governor Tom Wolf, who recently vetoed Republican legislation that would have loosened pandemic restrictions on the food and beverage sector. The plan requires approval by the Pennsylvania Liquor Board, uh, Liquor Control Board. Industry groups say that it will barely make a dent in their members' staggering financial losses. Bars and restaurants have been reeling from the pandemic and the state's efforts to contain it. The Wolf administration imposed occupancy limits and other rules, including a uh, prohibition on bar seating and a requirement that alcohol be served with food. The state officials uh, that state officials say are necessary to limit the spread of the coronavirus. And restaurants wanted a very thin profit margin to begin with. <clears throat> Excuse me, so that's it's tough. It is hard, yeah. A search is underway for a suspect after a man was shot during a post-funeral gathering in Ardmore, Delaware County on Thursday afternoon. It happened in the 2600 block of East County Line Road. Haverford Township Police Chief John Viola says a fight broke out between two families at a post-funeral gathering being held at a social hall. During the fight, police say video shows the gunman walk up and shoot the man in the groin before fleeing. Yeah, the video shows uh, the guy sitting and watching. He then starts moving around and you can see him reach for something. He then walks over and fires. The suspect is from Philadelphia, and police say they know who he is. They just need to find him. Police say the shooting victim was taken to an area hospital. His condition is unknown at this time. Anyone with information on the suspect's whereabouts is asked to call the Haverford Township Police Department. So close to not being in Delco. You know? uh, yeah, right. Ardmore, it was just on the other so side of the street. Close. Well, you said it was on County Line Road. <laughs> and I'm looking here, and I'm like, mm, it was across the street from not being in so Delco. So you're eating to if you do something, drag them across the county line? <laughs> well, it's just that Ardmore is in two different counties and when she said (laughs) I didn't mean to play that one I meant meant to play play the jingle hang on I've got two Delco buttons right next to each other. I do like the Rambo one, though. Very very refreshing. You know I left that in on purpose. Not after a shooting story. I didn't want to (laughs) say that. Yeah, I know you left it in on purpose. (laughs) That it was the Delaware County part. I'm still looking at the County Line Road. Yeah, it's it's on the Delaware County side of the County Land Road. Okay, ha- Halloween will look very different this year due to COVID nineteen. Some families are going all out decorating, while others are choosing to skip trick or treating this year. Virtually every square inch of a family's yard case this will make up for it uh, on Saxer Avenue in Springfield, Delaware County, is covered with inflatable Halloween decorations. All right, so they're highlighting Saxer Avenue, but not Rick Jackson, who used to be our intern. You should see his parents' front lawn. Well, did you see this this house? All right. Well, there, there's not one square inch of this guy's lawn that's not covered with a Halloween inflatable. I got to Okay, I have to see it because Saxer Avenue, then Lawrence Road, and then there's a place that's. Um, I, I guess it's Upper Darby. Maybe it's Drexel Hill. Where I mean, it's not inflatables, but it, I mean, it's just flat out. Like there's a Hearst on the front lawn, and uh, <laughs> I'll have Hearst? to take a Wait, picture. Did you say a Hearst? Is it Hearst? Hearst. 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 Is it Hearst? Yeah. 
Hearst, Hearst was a um, wealthy family. Wealthy, that, yeah. Maybe there's a dead Hearst on the front. <laughs> maybe. You know? Patty Hearst. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst is on the front lawn. She's not dead. But I guess in you know, <laughs> Halloween, you can you know make it look that way. No. So Jerry Witten is the man behind the decorating, and he says the kids needed this, but truthfully, I don't know if it's the kids that like it more or the grown-ups. For those who are not trick-or-treating this year, uh, there are alternative options, and two of them actually taking place in Bucks County. Sesame Place is offering an all-new, not-too-spooky Halloween drive-thru through for the first time ever and from the comfort of your own vehicle you can journey through the family-friendly halloween themed experience including a special soundtrack trick-or-treating festive decor millions of lights and everyone's favorite that's pretty cool friends. yeah dressed up in halloween themed costumes on their floats all right kathy we have the photos this is the house you're yes, speaking of that's the one on uh Saxer. you should see rick jackson's house is oh, it i'm dying to see it impressive yeah. yes yeah okay. absolutely and they also do very similar stuff on christmas okay uh, well, is it know, all inflatables? Not not all, but it's uh, mainly. I mean, those things are expensive too. By yeah, the they way. are. If you're, yeah, they if you're are. buying yeah. a bunch of them, like, <laughs> that. and when they all start up, it's got to sound like a turbine yeah. engine. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you're right. Yeah, all those all those blowers. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, second option, which made it to uh, my fall activities list, is the drive-through Halloween house tour in Lower Bucks County. It's a free. Wow. <laughs> Social distance community event to celebrate Halloween. A large number of residents and businesses are participating uh, in the drive-thru, which is new this year. A list of decorated homes is on the Facebook page with several suggested routes. So based on where you live or where you want to drive and how long you want it to take, uh, there's a bunch of different options. A survey taken by Seize Candies found that 50% of American families plan to stay in this year and watch scary movies. Instead, 30% will be turning off their lights and boycott the usual candy giveaway. For those planning to welcome trick-or-treaters, 30% will be leaving their candy in bowls outside to enable social distancing. And another study published in Choices says only 59% of households will likely allow their children to go trick-or-treating this year. In sports this morning... Carson Wentz and the Eagles came back late in the game to beat the New York Giants 22-21. to With the victory, the Eagles extended their winning streak over the Giants to eight games. Wentz led a pair of touchdown drives in the fourth quarter and put the Eagles ahead with a pass to running back Boston Scott down the right sideline for an 18-yard score with 40 seconds left. Wentz finished the game 25-43 with 359 yards with three touchdowns, two passing, and one rushing. Before the game, it was reported that Zach Ertz, who suffered a high ankle sprain uh, against the Ravens, is expected to to miss four to six weeks, which means his return won't come until the Eagles' bye week. The Eagles have a game next week against the Cowboys before their week nine bye, so at least one of those four to six weeks won't include a game. The time frame would also allow the Eagles to put him on the injured reserve Reserve, which this year, uh, with this this year's new rules, players can be brought back off of IR after missing three games this year. And after a day off yesterday, the World Series continues tonight for Game Three with the best pitching matchup in the series. Dodgers ace Walker Bueller will take on Rays ace Charlie Morton, and the first pitch is set for 8:08. And that's. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I am excited. Friday's always a good day to be excited. Yeah. Um, we got the, the weekend before us, some beautiful things taking place. We'll give away our Word of the Week prize today at the end of the program. Uh, and also, I want to highlight that we now have a championship bout taking place for Rocktober Madness. 
Brought to you by Horizon Services. Ladies and gentlemen, it will be Pink Floyd against Shinedown. Shinedown beat Led Zeppelin yesterday. I thought that Led Zeppelin won. I I thought oh, yeah? I saw the social media post right. that led me to believe that Led Zeppelin had pulled it out, but I was I was wrong. I, How I close it, was it? I read it incorrectly. I think it was super duper close. If but then again, I don't know. I have my head wedged way up my ass because <laughs> I thought that I came in this morning thinking that Led Zeppelin had won that our bracket, the Preston and Steve show bracket was still in it, but no, we're out. It was close. It was yes. how close, Nick? Fifty-one point one percent for uh, Shine Down to forty-eight point nine percent to uh, for Zep. I misread that. I, I miss. I've been misreading these charts. Well, you know, yeah, the they pie shouldn't chart. do two you know shades of blue. Yeah. They should do two different exactly. colors. Casey, so if you look at the pie charts, which you know, it's cool that we're posting all this stuff on the social media, but like on the right hand side, it yeah. says fifty-one percent, and then beneath that, it says number one Led Zeppelin. But Led Zeppelin is the darker blue. Right. So yeah. even though they're beneath the side that says fifty-one point one percent, it's on the wrong side of the pie chart. It's yeah. confusing. It, it's a little misleading. Yeah. But if they, it was just a red and blue, I then you'd that, be fine. They you need to use. They it. need to use the color. Color wheel yeah. is what they need to do. They need yeah. to go to the opposite sides. I talked about this a little while back. Your opposite side, you're not using the color wheel. God Come damn on, it. man. Use All a right. baby wheel. Yeah, use the baby <laughs> wheel the baby and wheel. see what happens. That's what they did. Ride the painted pony. All right, let the spinning wheel turn. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, the finals today, so it's going to take place. It is Shinedown against Pink Floyd. You got to hand it to Shinedown. Their fans get really, really fanatical. And I, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Pink so. Floyd is. We talked about this as one one of the things before that we did that was similar to this. Yeah, so March we'll see, and March Madness. As has Shine Down, haven't they? Um, haven't they won something? No, I don't know. Um, Breaking, Breaking Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin did one. Breaking yeah, Benjamin, that's crazy. it. You're right. Yeah, that was um, when I stopped getting angry about these things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's not a good use of my energy. Hey, when does this happen today? Today? It, yeah, no, but what time? I think it starts at one thirty during or two. I'm sorry, two thirty during Pierre's show, and then the winner is gets the big block tonight during Jackie's show. Okay, but they're Mark. getting uh, in the competition itself. What? How long are the blocks that they're getting to compete? I think it's like an hour. An hour each. Yeah. All so right. the winner gets two hours. All right, two hours of Shine Down, maybe. So Shine Down will get like six songs, and Pink Floyd will get one. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. But it's up to you. So make sure that you uh, are a part of that today. Um, so that's what we got going on in the program. It's going to be a uh, good time, good conversation. I guarantee we have some fun things planned. Not really, but we'll work yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we do have the entertainment report coming up and a stupid question on the way for you. So some goodies went. Oh, yeah, God shells is stopping by. So we're going to be throwing turkey bacon out. Left and right for you. It's going to be like a Great Gatsby party. Yeah, but there's not going to be any grease because there's like 80% less fat. Uh, If we were throwing regular bacon, it'd be messy. But no, this morning it's turkey bacon. So we'll take a break and we'll come back with it all. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Yo, what's up? 
Uh, I oh, figured I'd you. share that with you, Preston. Oh, uh, uh, Steve Friday, up a Paige beautiful Sporanic. picture of golfer Paige Sporanic to me. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so stupid question. We're going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. If you can answer this, and by the way, this is courtesy of a listener. This was oh. uh, Brian Sokolowski had sent this to me, so I'm going to share this. What letters in the alphabet do not begin any of the 50 United States? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven letters in the alphabet that do not begin any of the 50 United States. I need all seven letters. Wow, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. 215-263-WMMR. Fortunately, I got plenty of birthdays to kill some time while people think about that. Today is Friday, October 23rd. Celebrating a birthday today, Pele. Oh, man. Regarded as the greatest soccer player ever, turns 80 years old today. Wow. What was his move that he was famous for? Was it the bicycle? He did a bicycle kick. Yeah. Yeah. But did you, did you ever see the, the biopic about yeah, him? it's great. It's it awesome, great. yeah. And what I didn't know about him is he, he used a certain style that was considered sloppy and ununiform, and they huh. were very resistant about him. It right. has it has a specific name. It was more like a street way of playing soccer, um, and was considered too showy and wasn't part of the fundamentals. Right, right. And so they resisted him against playing that way. And it, per the biopic, he went out. He was with a with a, with a pro team, a lower level pro team, I think. And he went out and he defied the coach and went ahead and played the way he wanted to. And Obviously, they won the game. He did pretty well. He did pretty yeah. decent. Yeah, he developed slopper is what it was called. Watch some of those old highlights of him. He <laughs> is doing things that you just yeah. don't think are possible that a human being can do. I love those stories where someone comes along and sort of reinvents the, yeah. the sport. Well, like Bruce Lee sort of did with Chi Kundo when he married a whole bunch of different styles into his style. You know, and it's like yeah. everyone or, was resistant towards it. Or in music, and Eddie Van Halen. Yes. You know, somebody who does something that goes, Wow. Okay, we can do this. A I guess you way. can do that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Pele turns eighty years old today. Chi Chi Rodriguez. Chi Chi. One of the uh, one of the best names uh, ever yeah. in the world of golf. Uh, what's Who's, his actual name? Uh, that is his name. His actual name is. Chi-Chi. That's a good question. You know what? I've always just assumed it was um, <laughs> Chi Chi Rodriguez. And Chi Chi's thing was, and, and he was hmm. he was a sweetheart of a guy. He was just this most lovable guy. But when he would when he would get a birdie. Uh, he would take his putter and yeah. he would pretend like it was a sword and he would go after the uh, That's very cool. hole, yeah. which I think is what they did with Shooter McGavin a little bit. In, Shooter. You remember he would do the <laughs> yeah. little handgun thing when he would get a birdie. Uh, yeah. I met him once. Uh, no kids. Yeah, senior PGA was in our area. My grandfather took me and uh, I got to meet him. He could not have been a nicer guy. And his real first name, uh, Casey, is Juan Antonio. Okay. Oh. All right, now Chi-Chi. was his nickname. All right, All there right. you go. St. Chi-Chi. Uh, he is 85 years old today. It's also Weird Al Yankovic's birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is Nick Murphy's day then. Yes. Massive Weird Al fan. Absolutely loves him. Uh, it turns out a lot of people, a lot of revered people. I think Michael Giacchino really yeah. digs Weird Al Yankovic. Tremendously so. And uh, he was uh, the subject of a Goldbergs episode. Yep. And uh, he had a resurgence recently. You know, it's a, a fun movie to watch, that UHF movie. Oh, my God. You remember that? Yes, like I do. The Wheel of Fish and all that stuff. Yep. And uh, Michael Richards is Michael in it Richardson, as well. Michael Richards in it, yes. Yep. Uh, it's, it's goofy. It's, it's you know, it's slapstick funny. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic is 61 today. Uh, Dwight Yoakam, uh, who's not only an accomplished uh, musician, but a pretty solid actor, too. He's been in a lot of really good movies. Sling Blade. Yeah. Panic Room. He- 
Absolutely. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, I, I always uh, kind of rib my wife because she finds him hot. And I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. So you can, nev- you can never call me on some of my teeth. <laughs> right? There's but man, some... he was reprehensible in Sling Blade. Oh, he, he was, was just. He was, yes, he was horrible. the reason. Yep. Yeah, he was abusive and horrible. Yep. Kathy? There's not like, there's some people that are not that like traditional hot that for yeah. whatever yeah. reason you're like, I don't know what it is, but like, I like that person. I still reserve the right with uh, Claire to go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They had that je ne quoi say. Okay. Whatever, that certain something. Je ne sais quoi. Uh, je ne sais quoi. Je ne, I, yeah. I'd say je ne quoi say. I yes. like that. Yeah. <laughs> je ne quoi say. Yes. Preston is a French newswoman. Yes. yes. Uh, they have that Jenny McCarthy. I'm je ne quoi say. <laughs> I haven't said that phrase in so long. I'm like, I think that's it. Yeah. I'm going to try I it out. I'm going to go for it. Joy, I'm, I'm yeah. going for I'm it. I'm going for it. Joy de Volvo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Okay, thank you. Gar- je ne quoi. Je ne croissant. Je ne croissant. Yeah. Je ne croissant. <laughs> they should create that. We should have that on the menu. Je ne croissant. Je ne croissant. More je ne croissant. God shall whip one up today. Je ne croissant. Dwight Yoakam is 64. Robert Trillo. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that which I desire. Which I think the actual pronunciation of his name is Robert Trujillo. Really? Because uh, it's spelled T-R-U-J-I-L-L-O. And the double L in uh, you know Spanish is yes. uh, kind of a Y. So anyhow, I don't know. I'm the guy who said Jenna Quasse. So <laughs> take, it for, take it for what it's worth. Uh, he's great. He's 56 years old Played today. with Nickel Creek on a song called The Smoothie Song. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. The you want to hear it? Here you go. song. Oh. That's great. Wow. Um, so, happy birthday to Robert, who is 56. Thanks. No. No, it's just, it's just uh, bluegrass, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Americana. Then we have Ang Lee, the director. We have a couple of directors celebrating birthdays today. Uh, Ang Lee, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, Life of Pi, The Hulk, Brokeback Mountain. Um, we were just talking about Broke that. Brokeback Mountain again. Great yeah. movie. And he also directed The Hulk, and both movies are very similar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Hulkback Mountain. Uh, Sam Raimi also has a birthday today. Uh, if we're going to talk superhero movies, he did uh, Spider-Man movies. Directing the next Darkman movie. Oh. I mean, directing the next Doctor Strange movie, I meant to say. Oh, okay. Yes. Very much looking forward to the next Doctor Absolutely, Strange Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Evil Dead, uh, also Sam Raimi's. The, that's, if you're going to pick one of the roster, if you've not seen the original, not the second one, the original Evil Dead, that's the one to see. You know what's interesting is, so he's doing Doctor Strange, which is going to be, um, as Kevin Smith was telling us the other day, this multiverse Doctor Strange, yes, right? yep. And so Sam Raimi did the original Spider-Man, and that Spider-Man is now working its way into the Spider-Man multiverse for the next Spider-Man movie. They're going to have them all crossovers. So yeah. Apparently Tobey Maguire and yep. Andrew Garfield, and that's cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's Ryan Reynolds' birthday Uh-oh. today. Ryan Reynolds uh, is a machine. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's you've, you've got to love every bit of what he does. He is, uh, obviously, he took the superhero genre to another level with Deadpool. He wouldn't he wouldn't give up on that, too, which I really love, because they really screwed that story up with the Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. His, and, uh, his work on social media is, yeah. is, is it's funny as hell. If you watch Deadpool and Deadpool 2... The density of material oh. and lines that are coming 
and physical comedy that just keeps going and yeah. going and going. Yeah. It's really amazing. Yep, it's jam-packed. Um, and obviously he's having success with his aviator gin as well. He's <laughs> married to a stunningly beautiful woman who's really talented too, like Lively. On the di- downside, though, a huge penis. Oh, that's so, so sad to hear. <laughs> uh, I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is uh, 44 today. Um, Nancy Grace, CNN headline news personality, is 61. Amelia Clark of Game of Thrones, Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, she is thirty-four. What uh, what um, Star Wars movie was she in? She's Solo. in uh, Solo. Solo. That was it. Did yep. you see Solo? I did. It's. I think it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'm. I've kind of fizzled on the whole universe personally, but um, yeah, it was good. To I, me, the uh, Rogue One was the big find of all of that. Yep. J.J. Abrams period film. Uh, series as I speak <laughs> staccato. <laughs> Amelia is 34 today. Uh, Megan McCain, uh, TV host, The View, and a daughter of the late Senator John McCain. Just had a baby. He is 36 today. That's right. And then the last birthday is Ireland Baldwin. Ah, the rude little pig. pig. Happy birthday, little pig. Hey, pig. How are you doing today, pig? Uh, that pig could kick his ass. Daughter of Kim Bassinger and uh, Alec Baldwin. And what did she say? She she said something. She about said she that. could kick his ass. She was at they were at that- the rose for Alec Baldwin, and uh, oh, they, she oh. brought up the call, and she said he doesn't do that anymore because she's like six two now. And she said uh, because yeah. I could kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Nick just pulled up a photo of her standing topless in a swimming pool. Um, oh. She's got little "I voted" stickers on her nipples. That's she's her? well endowed, by the way. Uh, and- Preston, that's her neighbor's pool. She is tatted up. Her, she is. She's got a sleeve on her left arm and a snake that comes around and covers the top part of her right hand. So uh, she's um, she's probably going to keep inking herself up if that's the case. Wow. You going to vote this year, Kev? Uh, look at her stretching <laughs> out. Okay. Wow. That's I didn't know she did. She says on her arm? No. Little pig. Little pig. Little pig. <laughs> little pig, little pig, let me in. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question, courtesy of uh, listener Brian, who said this. Uh, in the alphabet, what letters do not begin any of the 50 United States? There are seven letters, 215263. WMMR is a number, and I am going to go to, let's go to Bob. Hey, Bob, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, Bob. Bob. All right, what are the seven letters that do not begin any of the 50 United States? Let me see. B-J-E-Q-X-Y-Z. The man nailed it. Nice work. All right, Bob, hang on, because for you, a $50 Bonefish Grill gift cards, National Seafood Month, and Bonefish Grill is celebrating all month long with seasonal favorites, like their grilled swordfish and pumpkin ravioli and fresh apple martini made with house-infused apple cinnamon vodka. Taste the sea. With family bundles that feed up the five people starting at $30. You can order online at bonefishgrill.com, delivery in DoorDash and Uber Eats, or dine in whenever you are ready. Uh, very rarely do I talk about the Real Housewives, but they've clashed with Dancing with the Stars, so I'm going to jump in on this. No, it's getting ugly, man. Bethany Frankel was not happy when she heard that Tyra Banks had banned the Real Housewives star and alums from Dancing with the Stars. Uh, per an OK story, so that's kind of a tabloid yeah. magazine, uh, Banks reportedly, quote, made it clear that she didn't want any more housewives in her ballroom. Tyra has never been a fan of the housewives, but the real reason she doesn't want them on her show is that Bethany Frankel, Nene Leakes, and Teresa Judice 
do not make headlines anymore. In a since-deleted post, uh, the 49-year-old Bethany Frankel tweeted, Good to know Tyra Banks has clumped me in here, no more housewives, in, in her no more housewives mandate. Also good to know their casting director, Dina, who I love, has asked me to be on the show multiple times in the last decade. I am also no longer a housewife, but nobody is bigger than the game, Tyra. Tyra did release a statement. You want to hear it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need douche because the vagina is a self-cleaning oven. Okay. That's weird. has nothing to do with this. I know. It's That's weird. odd. She's uh, obviously trying to deflect. In a later post, Frankel wrote, I deleted that post because I really like and have a great relationship with Dina Katz from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, my God. If Tyra Banks wants to come on my podcast, she is welcome anytime as she has built a successful brand on her own in her own way. Uh, but Banks herself is claiming that the rumor is bunk. She said it's 100% untrue. It's poppycock. Uh, she said she's a huge fan of the Housewives, and everyone knows Tyra is a businesswoman first. As a businesswoman, why would she say anything against the Housewives? She has nothing to do with it. You know, I realize why I hate the uh, the Real Housewives stuff. I, uh, first off, who, who actively enjoys constant conflict? You know, right. I, I, I try to stay away from conflict. Yeah. That's the, the shows are predicated on constant fighting, flipping over tables, yep. ripping out hair extensions. Mm-hmm. Talking behind each other's yeah. backs, all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I agree, Steve. I'm with you. Chloe uh, Kardashian and Tristan Thompson packed on a uh, PDA uh, fest at Kim Kardashian's 40th birthday party after reconciling amid the pandemic. I love you so much. Their reconciliation has frustrated some fans who fear that she will fall into the same patterns where they're back together and then he'll get bored and cheat on her again. As fans may recall, he publicly cheated. Where's the indication that he's a philanderer? Uh, shortly, beca- uh, uh, shortly before she gave birth to their daughter, True, then again after she took him back with Kylie Jenner's then-friend Jordan Woods. Uh, at the uh, at Kim's surprise party, uh, featured on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, by the way, Thompson was spotted kissing Kardashian. Uh, the pair rekindled the romance during COVID. A source tells us it's it's always working. It's it's always a worry that Tristan can go back to his old ways, especially once he's on the road and working again. Uh, but they have spent so much time trying to heal from the past wrongdoing. So this isn't her main focus at this point. Of course point. not. She wants to move on and eliminate that chapter from of their course. lives. But not forget that, not forget it at the same time. No. Why did I waste time with that story? <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty good. Let's move on to something else. It's Khloe Kardashian. A Bachelorette fan... <laughs> is walking back her claims that Claire Crawley attended the senior prom with her husband. Now, the whole controversy erupted on social media, naturally, after Crawley had told Good Morning America that she never went to prom. Well, the fan hit up social media and wrote, My husband took Claire Crawley to senior prom. Claire Claire Crawley, you went to prom. You were in that helicopter, helicopter. and you nothing but a, what is it? A lemon-headed coward. I'm about to get you, buddy. (laughs) Anyway, she said, you went to prom. You went to that prom. Yeah, but was it her prom or his prom? Was it her uh, prom or his prom? Oh, okay. I will explain. All right. Crawley defended herself in the comment section, writing, you do know that there are more dances in high school that are not prom, right? It turns Uh... out. It's just someone digging up old photos. Why she? You're in that helicopter. (laughs) You're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist, and I'm after you, buddy. (laughs) Was he saying I'm gusting you? I'm busting you? you. So what? So it was a different type of dance? Uh, 
So, yeah, so she said it it turns out someone was, she continues to write, turns out it's just someone digging up old photos. Why she keeps her husband's old dance pics, I'm not sure. I I went to a new school senior year and, in fact, did not go to prom just like I said. And the fan walked it back writing, I would like to say that I misunderstood. Uh-huh. Okay, but he Claire did, did not go to prom with my husband. It was another dance, and I apologize for I'm, I'm very sorry, <laughs> and I apologize with all my heart. Yes, was, the controversy was that this guy went to prom with a lady. She said yeah. she, she never went to senior prom, and oh. this gal was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I see. Yes, and you did. yes, you did. And you're nothing but a chameleon. Oh, man. I'm, I'm very sorry. I mean, yeah, because there were, I mean, in, in high school, for me, there were four dances. Four? The, what yeah. were the four dances? What well, was each grade. Did you have, like, a Sadie Hawkins dance Yeah, so, like, ninth grade, yeah, right. ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Now, twelfth grade was the, was the big one, uh, yeah. especially at Pensbury. So, if you, you know, you wanted to go to that one. Yeah, there were, there's homecoming dance, yeah. there's, uh, there's uh, a prom, usually, there's usually about three dances per year, I remember, happening in, in school. So, you had a junior prom as yeah. well. But, yeah, so or you, you could had- go. You could go as a junior if you took a senior, right? You know? Exactly. So, yeah. Right. I went to a couple of proms. Yeah, there were only I went two to proms: junior <laughs> and senior prom. Like our freshman and sophomore. Kathy's here with a social studies teacher. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry to cut you off, but real quick, like it was that was like part of. Um, like you had to make sure you you didn't we did our group of friends we were like all right oh, we, we want to go thing. to the senior prom yeah. while we're juniors when we were seniors we wanted to go to the junior prom so like it was just a party to go did to did you go as a freshman to prom no because our school was broken up so we in okay. one building was ninth and 10th grade and right. the other building was 11th and 12th no okay. she just uh, they went to, you went to cabo with the principal stop it <laughs> stop saying i did things with teachers even before <laughs> even in middle school we had like we had we it had a, all, we had a formal in yeah. in junior high, uh, which was cool. It was a lot of fun. Then we did Sadie Hawkins. You know, yeah, yeah, there were a few different dances. Did you have a couple of people ask you to Sadie Hawkins? No, nobody no. ever asked me to Sadie Hawkins. It sucked, man. Yeah, it's really bad. But I, you know, I went stag because in junior high, you know, if they had, a, I didn't need the bitches. You just went anyway, yeah. you know. So I went, I went and met up with some friends. But no, I felt like a total loser because nobody asked me to go to uh, Sadie Hawkins. We, I think. We Posted the picture. You know what? I'll pull it up and I'll send it to Marissa if you want to see it. My in tenth grade, my date had like the biggest mustache. Oh, ever really? Was. Yes, he was like the first guy to get a mustache. Well, he was forty-eight. Did you no. guys? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> Did you guys have a powder puff at your uh, yeah. at your schools? What yeah. is that? Okay. That's what is like a huge deal now. Like I remember it being a big deal when we were kids, but now it's incredible. It's where the girls play football. Oh yes, okay, I've heard but of this. But they've added, and now the boys do a cheerleading routine. Yes, no, so that was part of it too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, my sister got in a fight at Powder Puff. <laughs> seriously? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like they took it seriously. <laughs> it was like the lingerie uh, league; those chicks, yeah, they take it seriously. Yeah, they, beat they did. The crap Absolutely. out of each other. Yeah. So anyhow, um, yeah. So she went. She did not go to a prom, and this gal had to walk it back a little bit. It's a devastating story for the nation. Actress <laughs> Lake Bell and her husband, Scott Campbell, are splitting up after seven years of marriage. Uh, I love me some Lake Bell, yeah. man. She's yeah. uh, she's funny, beautiful. She's got a lot of talent. Uh, the actress and artist stated that, or she started. they started dating in 2011. <laughs> uh, they share Nova, who is five years old, and Osgood, who is three years old. Oh, boy. In a statement on social media, um, Bell said, after nine years together, seven years married, two sparkling children. Oh, wow. Scott and I are ending their vampires. They are the sparkle. Uh, 
Scott and I are ending our marriage, but continuing our loving family with respect and thoughtful guidance. We will continue to be parental comrades in arms and best friends for all of our days. Did you read the statement? Does it work for you, dickhead? Okay, I'm going to release it. Yeah, there you go. That's what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> hey, dickhead, did you read the statement? Did you, have you read it? I'm putting this best friend. I'm putting it out to show that we're best friends. Thing read up. it. <laughs> That's divorce, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh. Uh, Lily James Lily. made her first public appearance after the Dominic West PDA drama. I'd Lily, for- Lily, Lily, legs, Lily, Lily. I'd been saying the name Lily James for a little while now and didn't even realize who she was. She was Cinderella, right? Yeah. There's, yes. There's a Lily James and a Lily Collins, and they're both uh, yeah. kind of look similar, and they're she, both around the same age. She was also in Yesterday. She played the love interest in yeah. Yesterday. Yep. She she's she can be that girl next door. She she has she's. She's a naturally uh, beautiful woman, yep. but she's also a good actress. Yeah, she's got a sweetness about she her. She does. Uh, as many recall, James and the Married West were photographed snuggling in Rome. We already did that. They were they canoodling. It. Yep. What's the British word for canoodling? Uh, it's uh, bumping uglies. Okay. Uh, no, but sh- the 31-year-old popped up on The Tonight Show and didn't address those rumors. But she did discuss the possibility of multiple Mamma Mia movies in the future. Right. Well, there you go. That's what everyone was really interested in. They don't want to know if she's banging her co-star. They want to know if there's going to be Mamma Mia 3. Uh, she told Jimmy Fallon, I want to do like 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm down. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm there. So I like Lily James, but that, it for me, is the worst possible scenario you could imagine. <laughs> did you see the moment Cher? I didn't see any of those Holy movies, man. Holy crap. No. The first one was okay. Yeah. The one with Cher is just insufferable. Uh, although a tweet by M. Night Shyamalan last month said that they had wrapped filming for the Apple TV series Servant, the crew actually returned yesterday to film an additional scene, and it was the 2100 block of Spruce Street. Yeah, did you see it had snow all over it, fake snow? No, I didn't see the pictures. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Okay. This is the it... scene where they do a lot of referencing the Preston and Steve show, Preston. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. we were playing on the So radio. let me ask you this. Since they were filming in Philly, and of course Knight does that here, it doesn't take place in Philly. It does. It. Does yes, it? it does. It takes place in PA. It takes, it takes place in, in Philly proper. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so they've shot a lot of scenes. They created a bit of the street on another set as well, but they're here. And so, Preston, the show's really good. Yeah, and it has, um, I don't, anything I say will be giving away stuff that you should experience while watching Just the watch show. It. Yes. It is really good. I watched the whole thing too. It's really good. Um, but I, I think that. We haven't had him on for me to ask this question, but I think that he based the female character, the reporter character, off of a local reporter. I, well, and I have an idea. She plays a local reporter, right? But I have an idea of. I don't want to say it, okay? But because, but I want to ask him who. I don't want to say it because I don't want it to come off as an insult. Because the reporter's a little nutty. Oh, yeah. Ooh, now you got my mind working. Her, Hurricane Schwartz? <laughs> no, 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 I think she right. would probably be fine with it. Okay, but... we'll talk about this <laughs> off air, maybe. All right, oh. so what? Okay, okay. <laughs> Earlier in the day, Knight wrote a tweet that said, "Thank you, uh, to my friends, love and respect you both, Stephen King and Guillermo del Toro." Uh, Servant two season, uh, Ser- Servant season two arrives January fifteenth. So th- both those guys love this show. They right? love it. They were talking. It is. It just oozes moodiness, Preston. It's creepy. Yeah. Uh, it's directed brilliantly. And um, uh, Rupert uh, Grint, right? Yeah. yeah. He is a great character in it. And he's one of, he's maybe my favorite character in the whole thing, but it's really compelling. Knight, 
please put us in one of your shows. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Or one Come of your movies. Just, a, a, just an audio clip of the radio or something like that. Or a full scene with all of us that right. is very detailed and involved where we're a big part of the I plot. Mean, either one is fine. Right, one I'm going to okay. say, enough with the Yuki. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> why don't we... Know. Enough with the Yuki. Why don't we... Is Yuki in this show? Problem. Problems. Yeah, there, okay. there you are. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we do our acting contest thing that we're going to do that and then do it. send it to him? <laughs> that might do it. Go, oh, my God. This has been sitting right here. Mm-hmm. This treasure trove of a talented Right in actors. front of my face. All right. Uh, let's move on to some other things. Uh, we'll send in the clip from It's Always Sunny, Preston. Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, Kerry Washington, James Corden, and Andrew Rannells, and other stars in The Prom from Ryan Murphy uh, for Netflix. Apparently, the trailer head drop for this. So the plot centers on four Broadway stars who have seen their star dim, attempting to restart their careers by flying to Indiana to help a lesbian student who is banned from the prom bring her girlfriend to the prom. Uh, I've not seen the trailer yet, but I like the concept of that. The trailer uh, uh, premiered yesterday. Um, there's some more news for you. Zack Snyder's Justice League will feature Jared Leto as yes. the Joker. Uh, he played, of course, the villain in Suicide Squad and has joined the shooting of additional footage for the Snyder Cut of the 2017 superhero movie. Uh, he was forced to exit, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The project is going to be on HBO Max. Any idea when that's going to happen? Like next year, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and so it, uh, it's, a, it's a big driver for HBO Max. It's shaping up to be really cool. You, we, had, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Jared Leto's not playing a traditional... Joker, he's a little bit more devoid of the whimsical sort of demonic playfulness. Yeah. But he's he is a frightening Joker. Yep. And that's pretty cool. I like the different versions yeah. of yeah, Joker. Yeah. I think that character's worth exploring sure. like that as opposed to sure. one uh, one dimension of him. So I'm still not quite sure what this actually is, Steve. Are they taking the movie and then expanding it? So when the movie was shot, its running time would have been close to some the original... Zack Snyder's original cut would have been somewhere in the realm of like three hours plus. Right. Uh, and so there's all that footage that existed. His daughter died during the, the wrapping up of the movie. So Joss Whedon came in and did a much more truncated cut of the movie and added some things, subtracted some things. So when they were saying release the Snyder cut, they're referring to the original. The material. original plan okay. that he had. So there's all sorts of stuff that was part of it. That now is going to be a four-part series Love it. on HBO Max. And I'm looking forward more. to it. I liked Justice League. You I, liked Justice I League. I absolutely It got crapped on a bit, but well, I liked it. It was a little cheesy, especially towards the end. I still liked it. Yeah, no, I know. I, I didn't know, find it cheesy. But there were I dug just it. Moments. Well, I mean... My opinion is that yeah. it was a little cheesy at the end. Yeah. So anyway, I have a brand new Ben Affleck Batman statue at home that would disagree with you. <laughs> I am anyhow. I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing the expanded version of that. Uh, Justin Lin will direct the tenth and tenth and eleventh films in the Fast and the Furious franchise, concluding the franchise. Yeah, right. Uh, he is it's current. He is uh, currently in production on F nine. Vin Diesel will lead the final two with uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Sean Kang, uh, Ludacris, Jordana Brewster, and Nathaniel Emmanuel. Do they mention anything about family? Likely enjoying. I don't. They, the word family was not uttered in this particular. Dumb. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But whatever, man. You know, people, uh, they're, they're being made for a reason. People love them. I will say this. Um, a couple of them I, I found entertaining. They're not, they're not even, I think, I think the next one, Preston, actually has them, I kid you not, 
in space. Seriously? That is what I have Why read. not? Yep. Where are you going to go? And then after that, maybe another dimension. Yep. You know, you got to go to... Multiverse. you got to keep Where going. In one, in one of the universes, it's not about family. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. That's what... <laughs> in this universe, it's not about family. Where's my family? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's outlandish. You know, Charlize Theron is is back for it. Now they're doing the uh, Calvin and Hobbes, or what is it, Hobbes and Shaw? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see an action version of Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes and Shaw. Yeah, doing yeah. the, so the wagon races down the hill. My name is Vin Calvin. Mm. Uh, Scarlett Johansson will produce and star in the science fiction drama called Bride for Apple and A24 from director Sebastian uh, Lelio. Lelio. Uh, Bride follows a woman created to be an ideal wife, the singular obsession of a brilliant entrepreneur. When she rejects her creator, she is forced to flee her confined existence, confronting a world that sees her as a monster. While on the run, she finds her true identity her surprising power, and the strength to remake herself as her own creation. Is she going to look like Scarlett Johansson, or will she be monstered up? Don't know. Okay. I have no idea. But She's Bri- done a couple movies, like she did Lucy. Yep. She's done these sort of, uh, she's good in this sort of role. Uh, Bride joins Apple and A24's feature films under their first look partnership, including the soon-to-premiere On the Rocks from Sofia Coppola and The Skies Everywhere, starring Cherry Jones and Jason Single. Apple Original Films is also going to be debuting Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, top line by Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, Emancipation from director Antoine Fakwa, and starring and produced by Will Smith, Swan Swan. Swan Swan. Uh, will be starring Stop Ma- looking at me, Swan. <laughs> Mahershala Ali and Naomi Harris. Snowblind with Jake Gyllenhaal and Sharper starring and produced by Julianne Moore. So they got some heavy hitters coming I, up. I tell you, if you want to watch one of those, if you want to get on board one of them, Kathy, Servant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are going to reveal some new movies opening this weekend. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so the movies opening this weekend include Borat, the subsequent movie film, with obviously Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, The plot is released from prison for bringing shame to his country. Kazakh funny man Borat risks life and limb when he returns to America with his 15-year-old daughter. Uh, Traded R, the running time is an hour and 36 minutes, is now streaming on Amazon Prime, and the Rotten Tomatoes score, 83%. So it's a good score. Also opening this weekend is Raoul Dahl's The Witches, Adventure, Comedy, Fantasy, starring Anne Hathaway, Stanley Tucci, and Octavia Spencer. Uh, the plot is, after a young orphaned boy goes to live with his grandmother in Alabama, the pair decide to visit a seaside resort. Regrettably, they arrive at the same time the world's grand witch and her cronies, traveling undercover, gather to carry out a nefarious plans. Uh, rated PG, running time an hour and 45 minutes. It is now streaming, and the Rotten Tomatoes scores 50% on that. So there, this was already a movie, which I really liked, with Angelica Houston playing the Grand Witch. And, uh, you know, so they, in in regular life, you can't tell they're witches. They, they pass as regular humans. But there's a scene where they're in the Grand Ballroom, and they lock the doors, and they all morph into their mm-hmm. uh, into their witchiness. Yep. All right, we're ready for the uh, the clips now. A once young detective is given his first adult case, 
and tasking him to solve the murder of his client's boyfriend. Uh, in the film, The Kid Detective. Uh, the, in this clip, uh, director Evan Morgan talks about how Adam Brody was picked as the film's lead role. Here we go. The role was conceived for him. I've known Adam for seven years. We've been working on this movie exactly that length of time. Uh, I ran into him at a film festival and I shared it with him and we just clicked in terms of like our taste and our sense of humor. And uh, I just pitched him on the idea of like doing something together. And this was one of the first ideas to come out of our conversations. Uh, The Kid Detective is playing in theaters now. Here's the next clip. Netflix's new show, The Queen's Gambit, takes us on a journey with the orphan chess prodigy, Beth Harmon, as as her addiction leads to down, leads her down a path to becoming a grandmaster of the game. In this clip, uh, star Anya Taylor-Joy ah. opens up about her background in chess. Here we go. I had never played chess prior to taking part in this, and I feel so grateful that I've been given this peek inside of this magical, secretive world. I had an incredible chess like sensei. It sounds strange, but I felt a great deal of responsibility to the chess community to tell the story correctly and to you know really be able to embody that character. I want to see you naked. Uh, the Queen's Gambit is available to watch on Netflix today. I started Jesus. playing chess again lately. Oh, oh really? Yeah, and uh, I, I am in awe of people who can see more than two oh moves in advance. I know. What about people who play the uh, uh, multi-dimensional chess? Yeah, well, oh, the, the three the levels in a layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Nope. I've never, I don't know how to play. I've never played chess, and I don't really know the rules of the game. Come on over. I mean, I know the end game, but I don't know how to get there. Well, end game is actually a chess term, so uh, you're yeah. uh, further along than I'm you in. expected. Yeah. We actually have, so my son Carter was getting into chess. That's why we, our dog is named Rook, because uh, he had, he named the dog. Um, but the, we had bought him when he had first uh, shown interest. There's actually a solo game that you can play. Hmm. It's really small. Uh, it's it's a much smaller board, and it just helps you start to learn strategies. And the game was very interesting. And okay. I forgot how you play it, but I still have it at home. Uh, you might be interested in that. Yeah, Nick. I'll yeah. see if I can find that. Why don't you, you swap your at-home beer making kit for the chess kit? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the beer making. How kit. long ago did you give me that? <laughs> I think we were at Y100. I think we were at Y100. It was a gift. It was a Pollyanna. Mm -hmm. And I re-gifted it. All right. uh, That's what I have in the entertainment report. Let's take a quick break uh, for a second. Our friends at Godshalls have arrived. I saw them here. And that means we have six packs of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godshalls turkey bacon. Let's take caller number 12 and give that to you. 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget they have 80% less fat in Godshalls turkey bacon. 100% smoky bacon taste. Make the switch to God Shawls. We'll be back in a moment. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. More this year than most. We really need your help to make Camp Out a success. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme during October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to purchase food that's a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. That's a band name, Preston. Jaded Natives. Jaded Natives. (laughs) That's a solid one. I like it. All right. So, all right. I, I saw this story this morning. I want to share this with you. There's a lifestyle website. It's called Best Life. And they looked at a number of factors uh, to determine uh, 
something, and I'll tell you what that is in a moment. Okay. So, so they looked at uh, U.S. Census Bureau stat- static, uh, st- statistics on population increases or decreases within each of the 50 states, as well as the results of a poll from 2014 that asked each state's residents whether they believed theirs was the best place to live, among other things. Then they used data to compile a hatred index oh, no. of all 50 states. No. Yeah. The most hated state in America. They according according to this story. <laughs> no. Well, it depends. Okay. Some they hate some of us. Okay. New Jersey. New Jersey. Is the most hated <laughs> All right. state in the nation. Why? I don't know. Why? It's the jug handles. <laughs> <laughs> um Can we can we just start this conversation off by saying we don't hate New Jersey? No, I don't hate New Jersey. I love New Jersey. <laughs> no. Ninety percent of our our calendar uh, girls. I know, but you know, know, you know how defensive they get, Steve. And, and like, and I, and I understand the defensive knee jerk reaction to it. But this is this is Preston reporting on a story. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, I, where I does, love Jersey. Where yeah. does the hate come from, though? Like, I don't even know. Is it where, North Jersey? We've had a couple it things. They're they're they're. No, because there's like like even like where Chuck lives and and people in that area have made comments like. Don't, you know, don't hate on us or whatever. So it, right. I, I don't, don't know. Listen, yeah, where's the step-off point for this acrimony? <laughs> we had a conversation a while back where I stated that any once you get into New Jersey and drive in New Jersey, you drive like an a-hole. Okay, so, you know. <laughs> and Jerseyites actually agreed with you. Yeah, some, some, some did, yeah. Some were upset yeah. about it. Yeah. I, I didn't say New Jersey drivers are, are a-holes. I'm saying that once you cross the state line, everybody drives the right, yeah. including people from other states. But suggesting that the roads perhaps foster that. I'm moving on from that yeah. into, yeah, I don't know why. They, they didn't indicate what? in this story that I read what led to the hatred index, <laughs> other than people, you know, maybe just commenting on which state do you hate the most now. They're in decent company because the other some of the other states that are hated are Texas is next and California is next. So, you know, there can be arguments there as to whether those are really hated states. I have some friends that live in Texas. And yeah, my dad lives I've in been Texas. To California many times and love that there. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the perception of people from other states hating, you know, so it's not a resident saying that uh, we hate where we live, you know, so well, suck know. it. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of texts coming in from New Jersey numbers that are saying that it sucks, and they are t- talking about their own state. So this hmm. is not me saying New Jersey sucks; it's them saying New Jersey sucks. There's okay. a there's a listen. There's a ton of of uh, aspects of Jersey to recommend it to anyone. I I don't know if you're talking about like right outside of. You know, northern New Jersey, outside of you it, know. just says the whole state. Uh, I don't think that's fair. No, yeah. that's where my dentist is. Uh, <laughs> How can the God's sake? Come on. Come on, Casey's got a shore house there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm also like, there's not a whole lot of like a, um, like the whole state is kind of like the same. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, it, like it, it, there are different parts of Pennsylvania where uh, you know you have your urban areas like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, or whatever. And then you have, like, the Pennsylvania area. You know what I mean? Like, But, like, New Jersey, from the bottom to the top, is very, very similar. Oh, you think you so? Have some, you have I don't some, think you have, so. You have some farmlands. Uh, you I know. think there's a lot of variety. I, think I the, do. The, the people change from north to yeah. south. Yeah, I, yeah. I think there's like, East to uh, west. Yeah, I mean, there, there are uh, towns in, in parts of New Jersey that are really charming. Newark then, is very different than Red Bank. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, like, north... 
North Jersey, not like North Newark, New Jersey, is is rural and mountainous and kind of like the Poconos. Yeah, Trenton, yeah but... Trenton and Cape May aren't quite the same. <laughs> I, so my ex girlfriend lived different. in yeah. My ex girlfriend lived in that area, Nick, that you talk about, and though those those people up there. <laughs> They were the same as the people down here. Like, oh, I, I disagree yeah. entirely. I yeah, think North Jersey people are, are are much closer to being New Yorkers and, uh-huh. and, and fans of those teams. And North Jersey accents are so you're going automatically to sports. And, and I mean, if, no, you, and, if cultural... you're gonna, and if you're going to go down that road, like you know, Giants and Jets fans are really no different than Eagles fans. They just you know have a different team that they root for. I think Tony Soprano is different than somebody that's spending time in Cape May. Mm. All right, mm. let's uh, let me let me get some calls because I, I I thought it was interesting and a bit unnecessary to call New Jersey the most hated I agree. state in America. They brought us Bon Jovi for crying Come out Come on! Bruce Springsteen! Alright, let, let me go to Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Uncle Floyd! Hey, Joe? Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up, buddy? So, not only is that report correct, but there's <laughs> a bit of a civil war going on All in right. New Jersey. What? Let me what? start let me start by this. You are a New Jersey resident. Born and raised all 31 years. Okay. All right. All right. What what area? What town? Uh I grew up around near National Park, Woodbury, Deptford areas. Okay. okay. And there is a civil war in in yeah. New Jersey. Okay. And the We've the Mason is What is this? <laughs> oh, it's a civil war from uh, Guns N' Roses. I'm sorry. Go ahead, the, sir. The Mason-Dixon line is I-195. It literally divides the state perfectly in half. Yeah. Okay. North Jersey residents hate South Jersey and vice versa. Huh. But yet anyone else from outside the state that's never been or doesn't understand, like Casey, there is way more diversity to New Jersey than you know because you don't spend enough time throughout the rest of the state besides the shore, that anyone else tries to badmouth the state having never been here, we will all team up and rip you to shreds. <laughs> right, but right. There is no doubt in my mind that, oh, yeah, that report's 100% correct. But no one hates New Jersey more than the people who live here. So, 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 so Joe, Joe, let me ask you, are there any particular issues that that are, um, is, is it, is it um, classes? The taxes. The taxes. We have, we are one of, still, I've actually fact-checked this multiple times to make sure I'm not stupid for saying it. Yeah. We're still one of the top ten most expensive states to live in. That's true. That doesn't matter if you live up in Elizabeth or you live down in Salem. It doesn't matter. We are getting destroyed in our property and sales, well, not sales tax, but the sales tax or property tax. Right. Are obnoxious. Like, only a few states beat us, one of them being obviously California because... Jesus, <laughs> it's, I mean that yes. is a whole other ball yes, game. They're is. just killing their their population. But you they say might tax be another country. So what what's the delineation though in the civil war between what divides? Yeah, uh, one is actually sports teams, but it's even in Jersey we know that people more north of one ninety five. Act more like New Yorkers. They are wannabe. I can New see that. Wannabes. You... They want to act like that so bad. It's where they do the stupid accent. And they say that we're more like Philadelphia because we speak more like the Philadelphia area. That's an yeah. interesting point. That I had not thought about that. Yeah. Northern Jersey, 
is gravitating towards New York and Southern Jersey towards Philadelphia, which sucks identity. because you are influenced by large cities in other states, not by your own large. They cities. don't have their own identity. Yeah. They really don't. Our 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 large cities are slums, and we're afraid. People from other parts of the state are afraid to afraid to go to those cities. Also, okay. to, that, then, to, to that point, uh, Joe, when you when you um. You bring up a state, there's always a, a city that pops to mind as the representative city. Yeah. That doesn't happen with Jersey. Yeah, no. right. There's no. like, yeah. yeah. No. There's one you know what North. happens? It's just like, oh, you're from Jersey. It's like, no, wrong part of Jersey. <laughs> Get the accent right. Yeah. Right, right. That never was right. Even yeah. that, back in the Joe Piscopo days, that was never, that was yeah. overdone and not right. Yeah. All right. But the problem is that is the accent up there now. Uh, all right, Joe, thanks for the heads up. We appreciate it. We're going to go some other calls. Very interesting no insight from you. Take care, bud. So Joe actually got it uh, pretty correct. There was uh, an article that was released on NJ.com back in February, and it gives the 25 things that people in New Jersey hate about their state, and he hit a few of them. And uh, wow. the, the taxes being one of them, uh, people, basically the difference between North Jersey and South Jersey, uh, they said the lame pizza places, they said there's like one every other block, and they're all lame. I'll tell you this, though. They, mm. they do have, and I think we've sort of agreed on it casually, they have the best cheesesteak place. Donkeys. Oh, uh, donkeys. Donkeys, yeah. yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right about the generic pizza, pizza places. Yeah. You know, like, there's only a handful <laughs> of special ones, and, and they're everywhere. They're, but, I mean, just the, the regular standard, you know. That's everywhere. Blah pizza. But you're right about that, case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in pe- fact, there is a place called Blah Pizza. <laughs> Pizza's Pizza, and <laughs> in then, Jersey, yeah. there's a few few places that stand out just because they're different than the rest. Yeah, you know, is okay. it better? I don't know. Wait, right. another, another one is all the useless little towns. <laughs> oh wow! Useless little towns. Now, if you live in that town, it's not useless, <laughs> right? I don't know. Oh, I okay. did, but that was really that was kind of a uh, an epiphany. That is a, a that is a correct. You have a state split by its proximity to two major yeah. cities in other states. In other states, uh, and I I only know South Jersey. Uh, I don't know Northern New Jersey. I've I only been to, there a just a handful of times. Northern Jersey used to be what I knew living okay. in New York. Yeah. That's so you right, Kathy? Yeah, my, I have yeah. family in Northern yeah. Jersey. Yeah. You're not missing anything. Oh, really? Well, but you know what? But but where where my family lives, it's beautiful where do they live it, it, yeah like, w- uh, you know when i when i have driven up that way i, I went to play there's a really famous golf oh. course called uh Baltusrol yeah. and drove up there and i'm like mm, this is gorgeous country uh, i'll tell you what's beautiful. what's turned around honestly over the years i don't I haven't been there in a long time but hoboken became hoboken used to be the go-to joke even in looney tunes cartoons yeah, hoboken yeah but now but, then it became gentrified, gentrified yeah and, and all the young people who really because you know, listen, New York City became too expensive, so they need. And Hoboken was right across the the Harbor Wave, whatever. I don't even know what body of water is there, but uh, it's the, uh, the South China <laughs> Sea, the Pacific Ocean. Um, but uh, you know, my ex girlfriend lived in Passaic County, New Jersey. That area was beautiful. It was you know, it was nice, woodsy lakes and flying squirrels. Flying squirrels, probably. I never saw any with my eyes, but they're probably there. Bears. Um, wait, so this this article says we don't need all these mayors, council members, and public works people, especially for towns you can drive through in two minutes or less. Okay. All right. <laughs> that so was so there's, there's so loads of little municipalities. Little yeah. yeah, okay. okay. All right. Uh, let me, we got a lot of calls, as you can imagine. Uh, as you can imagine. You can imagine. Uh, I'm going to go to Kevin. <clears throat> life, as you can imagine. Lifelong resident of New Jersey. Hey, Kevin, you're on the air. Good morning. 
hey, does the W stand for Y100? <laughs> That's Wait, a great story. Oh, tell that the story. Thing. It's hilarious. Uh, real quick, we, yeah. were at, we were at the at the Y100 festival. It used to be our festival shows, and Weezer was playing, and the gigantic W was behind them on the stage. <laughs> and a girl, I think she's one of our calendar girls, turns to me and goes, is the W for Y100? <laughs> As in Y100WHY. Okay. Uh, yes, anyway, yes, what's yes. up, Kev? Listen, the reason people hate New Jersey is because they can't understand it. You know those little fish that leech onto sharks in the ocean that, like, draw everything from the sharks? Yeah, they're, they're called remoras. Yeah, yeah, that's what New Jersey is? That, there's two of them in New Jersey. One's for Philly and one's for New York. We're both little appendixes <laughs> of both cities. But there's a lot of things in New Jersey that people from down south can't understand. I've traveled the country, and they're like, so y'all got beaches, y'all got farms, you got factories, and you can get to two major cities in less than an hour? Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a lot that that is, yeah, I, I can see that. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. It was known as the Garden State, still is known as the Garden State yeah. for a long time. Lots of blueberries. What? Before I moved to this area, never once did I consider beaches and ocean or any of that thing uh, in New Jersey. Because to me, it was always down south. Is where if you wanted to go to the beach, that's where you went. You know, you went to Florida, you went to Georgia or, or you know, Carolinas or something like that. But I was yeah. surprised to find out how awesome it is. And I lived on a peninsula, so beaches were, you know, I, I drove 10 minutes either direction and I was hitting the beach yeah, on Long Island, you know. Yeah. All right. I will say I'm glancing at the text message uh, board over there. A bunch of babies, man. <laughs> you can't say anything. Like... About any, like they're so defensive about it. Like you know, I'm, I'm not saying anything. You don't get defensive about that. No, you get defensive about. It. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Wait, in fact, as in, well, some people, but I'm not saying you? anything bad about New Jersey. But like, if you just say New Jersey, people automatically want to take offense to it. I'm not saying New. I said New Jersey has no identity because no. South Jersey me... is like outside of Philadelphia. North Jersey is outside of New York. I'm not saying you guys suck. Let me stick like, up for you. No personality. Preston, Nick, Kathy, and myself are sticking up for New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> while you're vilifying. I'm married the to a New Jersey girl. I I live in New Jersey a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Listen, listen, you own imagine. property in New Jersey. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. You you have a stake in the state. So you are you're you're bona fide, dude. Whether <laughs> and people can't call you a shoe It doesn't matter though. Yeah, I know. It doesn't it, matter. That's how I started the conversation. Yeah. You, you, people just automatically get defensive because somewhere somebody's making fun well, of their state including a lot of people within that state we think there's uh, at least the conject the the uh, conclusion here is this is an unfair assessment of new jersey to put it at that at the top of yeah, the I agree. most so, hated list it, it makes no sense yeah if you're just tuning in it's this uh, lifestyle website best life and they, okay. they found out the most hated uh state in the in the union is new jersey for you guys outside of the shore what are the best parts about new jersey for, um, for me, Jersey corn, Jersey tomatoes. Well, yeah, I love the, I love the the produce, uh, the produce stands. Yeah, uh, the archaeology because, because I I drive through <laughs> yeah. the the rural parts of New Jersey. They got an um, archaeology dig by uh, uh, Lowe's in South yeah. Jersey. They, they do. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Wild turkeys in Barrington. That's kind of cool. No, to be honest, there, there's a whole bunch of beautiful area and Thunder and, Road near Trenton. Yeah, yeah. Trenton. Ex- mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Nick, Ashbury the, Park. Yeah. Going down the shore. <laughs> Wins hey, man! <laughs> we blow down the boardwalk, getting some blueberries, <laughs> trying to pick which city like more Manhattan or Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Nick, uh, they, they, I mentioned the you know the useless towns, but there are some quaint little towns that are really cool. To oh, one of them is called Asbury Park. We went to <laughs> we went to one not long ago. Okay, she'll have to help me. Uh, it's it's 
in the general vicinity over towards uh, Cherry Hill. Um, oh, Hammond. Uh, no, Hammond. you're in Collingswood. Collingswood. We went to the escape room. Yeah, okay. It's a beautiful yeah, little yeah, pop shop over there. Uh, yeah. Pop shop? Yeah, it's just this cute little, uh, like it's a throwback to the 50s. It's a little okay. soda pop shop. I don't know, but we loved it. We, and I we, was yeah. thinking Haddonfield, not Hamilton. Yeah. Haddonfield uh, is another little Mullica Hills. Town. Um, As one of the greatest haunted uh, attractions around. Yes. Yes. Creamy Acres? Creamy Acres. Yeah. Princeton's a great town. Yeah. I love Princeton. Mm-hmm. Little Rock's a fine town. <laughs> yeah. NASA. Oh, that's yeah. That's different. Uh, I know it's the state. I know it's the shore, but uh Cape May is one of the nicest places on the planet. I love that. I love uh, that town. Let's see. Yeah, Cape May is stunning. Uh so yeah, it's got some goods. But let me go to some other calls and see what people uh want to weigh in on. I'm gonna go to Courtney. Hey Courtney. Hi. What's up, Courtney? Hi. So I'm a New Jersey resident. I live in South Jersey, like central rural, where there's like lots of farms and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I work near Cherry Hill, like towards the Philly area. So I have to drive like a good hour every day. And I can tell you, me and a lot of other people that I know from South Jersey, we don't like outside Philly people, outside people mainly from PA or New York that are going to the shore in the summertime because we get so much hate and people hate on New Jersey so much, but they love coming through our state every day to go to the shore every weekend. I could see. Yeah, I could see that picture. There's there's a give and a take though, Courtney. Do you, do you root for the Phillies or the Eagles or the Sixers or the Flyers? Well, I don't actually care about sports that much, but everyone I know in South Jersey do are are all Philly people, and then the North Jersey, you know, there is that separation, there is that battle constantly. You, you, um, okay, so Courtney, there is that separation. You know what I think? I, I always think of those. I think of those this the, uh, those teams as part of Southern Jersey's te- yeah. team. Like it, well, I, I don't think it ends at the river. I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, outside that's of sports, only because we don't have our own teams. The only team that we have is the Devils, and I can tell you there is also a battle going on between. Some South Jersey people that like the Devils and that like the fly the uh, the the Flyers. I'm, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm not good with sports. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> but um, yeah, so there is a battle going on between those people. I like, for instance, my wife. She is a Devils fan, but yeah. her twin brother is a Flyers fan. You know, so, so there is a little bit of a battle going on there, and it's really just because that's the only team that we have. So outside of sports, though, as Preston was saying, the, uh, the 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 general thing that kind of pisses you off is they will hate on your state, but they you know come the summer for a couple of months, uh, they're all they're all for- up our road. <laughs> yeah, well, see, well, I, well that's, see, that's, what, that's like, what they say that, yeah. that yeah. The, you know the shore I opens drive- up their doors. Come on down, and then the second Labor Day hits, they're like, "Don't let the door hit you yeah. in the ass." Right. And- I drive home every day, and I look, and I see more PA license plates around me than Jersey license plates, and I just get so mad because I'm sitting in traffic. <laughs> For an hour to get home, and I and all these people just want to go to our stores. Go <laughs> go back to PA. You hate Jersey, don't you? Like, <laughs> don't you supposedly don't, hate us? Don't you hate yeah. us? Yeah. Get out of here. PA, though. Like um, I get that. Like when you're going down, especially yeah. Thanks, those, those back roads, like 322. You go over the Commodore Barry Bridge. There's like nowhere else to go, and they're yeah. they're they're widening part of that road. But like, and also you know coming over the Walt Whitman Bridge on a Saturday morning. During the summer, like it is, it is terrible. And if I lived in that state, if that were, you know, it, it would drive you nuts. It would drive me absolutely crazy. All right, let's see if this is who I think it is. I've got Lou uh, on this morning. Hey, Lou. Of course it is. Yes. 
right, Lou. You're you're a Jerseyite. Yes. Now Casey and I both have a house down down in Wildwood area, and now that I live there <laughs> part time, I I love. I think I always thought that Jersey would be should be split in two: North Jersey and South Jersey. Yeah. North Jersey yeah. should be called Petrochemical Refinery State, <laughs> and South Jersey is the Garden State. Okay. So the South Jersey is the garden part of the Garden State. Yes. And, okay. Yes, it is. Okay. And the northern part, okay. There, there is a point to what he's saying because, you know, you get to that point on the uh, on the turnpike mm-hmm. and it looks like Blade Runner when you get up towards the city. Yeah, that's, right. I mean, you're almost on the edge of New York at that point. You really and are. It's, you know, right. listen, yeah. it all turns into a, an urban nightmare up that way. I always thought it was cool, like, on a, in a fog like this, when you were driving along that stretch of road past those petrochemical plants yeah. and the lights are blinking and you see it. It's like it, you're, you're on another planet. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. Mad Max. <laughs> Mad Max, exactly. Yep. So, so Lou, you call for North and South Jersey. Make it official. Make it official. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lou. Good to talk to you, man. All right, you guys, take it easy. All right, buddy. There you go. Oh, I didn't get it from him. Sorry, I hung up. How's Lou? Uh, How's Lou? We found out that the other day. Uh, Let's see. I will go to Thaddeus. Grew up in central New Jersey. Hey, Thaddeus, good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up? up? Uh, I've been a guest on the show before, actually. Oh, really? Doing what? Zach Galifianakis, impersonator. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. how's that going for you? Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, it's uh, a, not too bad. That's it slowed down. Yeah. Yeah. Sluggish. <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up actually in uh, Morrisville, Yardley, that area. So growing up in that area, it's early, man. I haven't had any coffee, <laughs> but uh, having all the topless bars in Morrisville, the real dirty, you know, dirty places, mm-hmm. Bristol, Levittown, it was great being a kid in that area. You know, you could shoot up to New York City. You know, get plastered, lay out on the sidewalk. Go to Atlantic City. <laughs> Why aren't you working for the fine. tourism bureau? Also, yeah. that's not Central Jersey. Yeah, yeah. that's not. That's oh, no. Pennsylvania. Well, I in, actually, I think uh, one of you, was it Marissa or somebody's from. Uh, you grew up in Marissa? No, no, no. She's from. Uh, wait, aren't you from uh, Yardley or somewhere? No, 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 that's Kathy's from Kathy. 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 Whatever. But, uh, Are you uh, on a sidewalk right now? <laughs> <laughs> But Central Jersey does You're not. You're really have. representing yeah. us well. Yeah. Thanks, Thaddeus. <laughs> I love living in New Jersey, <laughs> sleeping on the sidewalk. Where do you live in New Jersey? <laughs> Bismarck? Hit the Bucksco sound clip. Bismarck? Oh, my God. I'll give you this one. <laughs> you should live in Delco. Uh, sorry, that, sorry that um, Zach Galifianakis' career didn't work. Oh, I'm serious. Actually, I've been doing some uh, shoots. Really? I'm going to a shoot right now, yeah. All right. Now, are you shooting at people, or are, they, are you being photographed? <laughs> You're shooting cocaine. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about Jersey? Oh, oh New Jersey. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Did you think we were talking about Pennsylvania? It, it's a, What's that? Did you think we were talking about Pennsylvania? Well, I'm kind of like a Jersey, Pennsylvania boy. I lived on the border. Uh, are you drinking? Uh, yeah. You know, I got all messed up in Trenton. He's doing yeah, drunk Zach Alpenax. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, well, we appreciate it, Daddy. Thanks, Thaddeus. It's been a slice. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. All right. Oh, my God. I don't know what that was. One thing we can all agree on is uh, Thaddeus. Yes. Uh, all right, oh you want to talk to somebody from Delaware and see what they have to say? Yeah. Right. Dude, every, Pennsylvania, New Jersey are like, butt out of this, man. Yeah, let me go to Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> this is an A and B conversation. See you can see your way out of it. <laughs> yeah, Alyssa, you're on the air. Good morning. <laughs> 
Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Alyssa? So, so we're from Delaware, and we can't stand anyone from New Jersey. <laughs> oh, wow. You can't stand anyone from New Jersey? What about PA? Well, uh, we can get down with people from Philly just because of the Eagles, but for the most part, they can't drive, they're rude, they're ignorant. It just doesn't. It, it never works. Okay. Cool. You sound nice, though. <laughs> Everybody yeah, else well. is rude and ignorant, but you're, you're just sweet as pie. <laughs> no, well, pretty much everyone from Delaware. You come to the beach, they come to the beaches, and they overcrowd everything, and they can't drive, and they cut everyone off. And oh, they can't. This sounds drive. like the, yeah. the, the the same issue that the gal had from Jersey of, of people headed to the shore, they driving like, through yeah. our state. Yeah. So that's what happens yeah. when you have coast on in your state. You're yeah. going to get these people coming from everywhere else, and they're going to make their Flood way your through. Your town. So. Yes, I yeah. can. All right. And I'm not, I can't say that in the same situation we get it. Growing up on Long Island, we'd get them out to the beaches, and they'd come from all over the place, and it, it would be like, oh, man. Yeah. All right, here's a question for you guys, then, to to uh, kind of wrap the, put put a yeah. little a button on this. What state would you say, in your mind, is the worst state? If you had to pick one, I certainly wouldn't say it's New Jersey. No, like, I would not. I know, but in what, well, like, just, like in this area that we just have whatever, to travel to? I got to vote. Whatever, whatever gives you the, the, the heebie-jeebies. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever I'll, state you're just saying, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you which state gives me the most visceral visceral uh, negative reaction. Every time I go there, it's Connecticut. I can't stand driving through it. I okay. don't know what it is about that state, but it pisses me off. I can't wait to get to the other side of Connecticut when I'm because I never go to Connecticut as the destination. I'm using Connecticut to get through it. And so every time I'm driving through Connecticut, it, I just have a negative reaction to it. I can't stand that state. Okay. I mean, listen, my, I love New York, but I also hate it. Kathy, I, I have not. Now, mind you, I was born in Manhattan. I was raised on Long Island. I spent many years there. I have literally not one desire to go to New York at all. I, I It's a love-hate relationship. I, I, there, but I, I despise the roads. I despise... The, the 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 politicians there that are screwing up. I despise so much of it. None of what's They're there right is the accent. is worth going to. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I will have to say my my uh, my birth state of New York. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I would have to say New York. Yeah. Especially because they can't wait to hate now on my, anything Philadelphia. Mind you, though, there's two there's two New Yorks. Everyone, when you say New York, everyone automatically assumes, you know, uh, Manhattan yeah, right. this and city, Long city. Island. Yeah. And then you have northern, you know, yeah. upstate New York. Which can be, the Adirondacks are gorgeous. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you, it, it's, it's a whole other planet. Right. Yep. yep. But but that area of New York, I can I do without. <laughs> I was now not having grown up here. Um, I always hated going into Illinois. That always just bothered me. We used to just call it going east side. And uh, <laughs> I never liked going east side. Uh, but Chicago's awesome. I mean, you know, some of the, but but some of the about Southern Illinois, I always couldn't stand. Okay. And to me, it always has to do with what 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 is the most boring, you know, or so the difficulty of New York is what drives me crazy. The, the, you yeah. know, the, the, that's that's the real if issue. If that traffic part wasn't there, I yeah. wouldn't Maybe. mind going. Yeah. Press where St. Louis is. Uh, what is directly east of the Mississippi? Illinois. It is Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So it's that's where the strip of... clubs were, though. But anyway, <laughs> right. that's where I saw John Goodman on a hooker's back. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, no. Booker was on her back. Otherwise, you'd be like, oh, God! Oh, God! That's why it was so amazing. (laughs) The dude was like 300 pounds. (laughs) Oh, God! I can't do this! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! 
Oh, my God. All right, well, anyhow, I, I think it's unnecessary. Do you want to get a couple more calls here real quick? Do I have time? I mean, people are trying to state their case. I think it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? Go because to... I, 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 it's unfair right. to New Jersey. Yeah, I agree. Let's let's go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Preston. Hey, Steve. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hey, what's up? Listen, I am a Jersey transplant. I am from Chicago, Preston. Oh. Give enough credit here. <laughs> it's a great town. I love, love, love Chicago. So I've lived here for 20 years. And let me tell you, it took a long time to get used to living in Jersey. But now, I love it. I could never go back to living in the Midwest. Wow. Yeah. I, mean, no, I know what you mean. Jersey is so centrally located. You can be anywhere. You can be at the beach. You can be at the mountains. You can be in two different cities. And it's so easy to travel up and down the coast. It's fantastic. <laughs> that, that it is. And I think you, you've mm-hmm. stated some probably the major pluses of, of New Jersey. It's got a lot to offer on its own. But you are between two major cities that have a ton to offer. Uh, my preference is Philadelphia. But uh, but that said, um, yeah, you're right. And so and it, and it works for you. Do you do you is there anything, though, that you can pick out that you would say is an absolute negative of New Jersey? Well, I can't make a left turn. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's a bitch. Michelle, which part of Jersey do you live in now? I live in Burlington County, so I'm literally right across from Philadelphia. I mean, I'm three blocks from the Delaware River. Oh. I live in these tiny little river towns. And so, you know, we can see Philly from where we're at, you know, between Philly, Camden. I mean, there's there's just so much going on here, and it's, it's awesome. I mean, and, you know, you got a concert in New York. you got a concert in Philly. you got a concert down. You know, it's like we're big concert people, obviously. But, right. You know, and I'm married to a diehard Philly through and through fan, all sports. So, you know, we do have a little tension every once in a while when it comes to football and stuff. So oh, you're, you're pulling for Chicago teams? Of course. Chicago! How <laughs> 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 about that Nick Foles? <laughs> Chicago fans, so they live here and they're kind of the outcasts, but... Yeah. No, you're making right, it work. Well, that's cool. That's, that's positive. It's good to hear that. Yeah. It's good to hear that. All right. Thank you, Michelle. We appreciate it. Yeah, I think maybe that I think that a lot of these people that cite New Jersey as their least favorite state have never even been to New Jersey. I would I would guarantee you that's the case. Yeah. And I, I've been I think a, I've been a lot. On it, right. Uh, uh, for some Go reason. experience it. There's a lot there yeah. to offer. Now, there are the, 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 the taxes and all that stuff. If you're living there. Yeah, there's a point to be made. But the the people are fantastic. You know, part of the reason we moved the the camp out to you know a location was to be closer to. We have a huge listener base in yeah. Jersey, and man, have they always stepped up for the camp out for hunger? By the way, all the least hated states on this list are all out west. Idaho's number one. Potatoes, uh, man. Utah. People love their starches. Utah. You know, uh, yeah, they love the Mormons too. Yeah, so Utah, uh, Washington, and Nevada, the Nevada, uh, Arizona, Colorado. Oregon, South Dakota, Montana, and Wyoming are the top ten. That's all in that cluster because it's beautiful there. It is beautiful. It's stunningly beautiful. You right. can't get more picturesque than in that area. I do I do understand that. Uh, but, yeah, Jersey got dumped on by this, uh, by this particular poll. Don't so. get it. Don't think it's fair. No, nope. I don't either. All right. But, anyhow, just thought we'd share, and thank you for weighing in. We do appreciate it. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Got some bizarre file stories. I have some that, that actually one out of New Jersey that we're no. going with. Yes, we're going to come back in a moment. Stay with us. Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. 
for all you Halloween heads? Hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre File right now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. It is brought to you today by Robbins Diamonds in Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins, Delaware Diamonds, we just had an extensive conversation about New Jersey and a particular poll being voted as the worst state in the U.S. Well, four men in New Jersey are busted for allegedly planning to shoot bowling balls out of a cannon on Saturday. That sounds pretty cool. Police and the Atlantic City Bomb Squad were called after Daniel Galloway and his three pals were allegedly seen hauling a cannon through a field on a trailer attached to a pickup truck in Vineland, New Jersey. Okay, maybe you should have got a bit further out. This is on Saturday night. Uh, they followed reports of loud explosions in the area. The authorities found fireworks, bowling balls, and a box of powdery black explosive chemical. Uh, the men told police that they wanted to shoot the balls out of the cannon, though it wasn't clear why. Marijuana, two glass pipes, and liquid THC were also found in the truck. The four men faced various charges. I would think it would be the old excuse of, which a friend of mine actually said one time, it seemed like the thing to do at the time, <laughs> officer. <laughs> if you had a cannon, wouldn't, wouldn't you want to fire it? course and if you didn't have yeah. bowling if you didn't have a uh, an actual cannonball, cannonball a ball. bowling ball i would make do makes complete sense all right this one's messed up here we go two men in oklahoma were accused wednesday in a criminal charge of performing an illegal gender reassignment surgery oh no on a volunteer at their cabin in the woods it gets even worse they kept the body parts in a freezer now bobby lee allen and thomas evan gates were arrested after going to the hospital to try and visit the victim, who is according to uh, Sheriff Rodney Derryberry. <laughs> That's the man's name. We we don't judge. Derryberry said, "I can't say it's a cult act that it's a cult activity. It is something that we have never in my career run across in this part of the country. It is borderline some type of activity." He said. May I ask which way the gender assignment was going? Well, yeah, they were they were going from male to female. Okay, uh, so I feared that. He said, we know there's a lot of rumors out there, but at this time, there's no danger to the public. So the 28-year-old victim had flown from Virginia to Dallas and then was driven to the cabin in southeast Oklahoma for the surgery. Oh, my God. The victim had made contact with Allen through a website while searching online about castrations and related terms. The website requires registration to access in a registration box is a welcome note that says, welcome from the eunuch maker and the EM crew. The victim reported Allen claimed to have 15 years of experience and that he it, he videos the procedures for personal use. The victim also reported Allen told him that the surgery wouldn't cost him anything. Oh That's my. a pretty good indicator. Well, A, he's called the eunuch maker, and it's free. How could it not be safe? The victim told investigators that Allen performed the removal on October 12th on How? a covered makeshift table of the residence oh. that he and Gates, uh, that uh, yet that the residents and that Gates had helped by handing over the surgical equipment. Oh, my God. The victim said that he was awake for the two-hour surgery after being injected in the needed areas. 
The victim stated that after the surgery was over, that Allen said that he was going to consume the parts and laughed and said that he was a cannibal. The victim also said that Allen then talked about the time that he worked on someone that he described to be crazy and that he left the mail opened up to die overnight. The victim further stated that Allen had six more clients on the way to have the same operation. I'm beginning to think this was a bad idea. And that Allen informed him that he had a freezer with body parts and showed him pictures on his phone. Uh, he also said that Allen... Oh, and I collect fidget spinners. ...took him to the hospital the next day because he had a lot of bleeding after first telling him, no morgue, no ER. He said Allen told him that if he passed out or died that he would dump him in the woods. <laughs> He said Allen instructed him to say he had done it to himself once they arrived at the hospital. He told medical personnel God. that the two men tried to get him to participate in cannibalism. Have you ever gone to Dr. Mike and have him say that if he screwed up anything, he would just dump you in the woods? Not right. Memory, memory doesn't serve. Yeah. Sheriff investigators became uh, involved after the hospital reported the surgery. And a search for the cabin, investigators found a plastic bag with what appeared to be testicles and a deep freeze in the bedroom. Allen and Gates were charged uh, in the castration. They faced felony counts of conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery. Dear Lord. Performing unlicensed surgery, maiming the assault, uh, maiming an assault, and battery with dangerous weapon. They also face a misdemeanor count of failure to bury the removed parts. Surprisingly, well. this isn't the only story you've ever reported about this, where people go for cheap castrations, cheap gender reassignment, mm-hmm. and they go to a cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. Yep. To the eunuch maker. All right, here's another story. For the second time in two years, a family was attacked by a bear. Uh, The first attack in 2018 landed Melinda LeBaron of Muncie Creek Township in the hospital for nearly three months. Wait a second. (laughs) I think I've attacked you before. Uh, And over the weekend, LeBaron and her husband, Sid, escaped injury, but they lost their dog in the frightening attack. According to reports, LeBaron let her dog named Bear out into the backyard Saturday night, and moments later, Bear was attacked by a black bear. Uh, She said the bear was going full force. Uh, The black bear started uh, chasing the dog, grabbed the dog, and pinned her down. Melinda and Sid LeBaron ran into their house to escape the attack, forced to leave their dog behind. Uh, Sid said if that bear would have gotten in the house, it probably would have been all over for us. So I had to make a choice, the dog or us, so I slammed the door. And you can see, because the woman was already attacked once by a bear. And they're not going to. They're, they're not, not going to have their lives. Yeah, yeah, I think we could. I think we could fight it off this time. Uh, during the attack, he used a curtain rod to beat the uh, the bear. Back. That's what they recommend, right? Uh, this was their second such encounter in December 2018. Melinda LeBaron was attacked and dragged into the woods by a bear. She was in the hospital for two and a half months, recovering from her injuries. God. While LeBarons believe the bear that killed their dog Saturday is the same bear that attacked Melinda two years ago, the Pennsylvania Game Commission isn't so sure about that. For one thing, during the latest attack, there weren't any cubs nearby. And uh, there's no way to know, the game warden said, but all the evidence suggests that it is not. This is probably a stupid question, but do uh, people lose pets a lot to bears if they leave them outside, like in, in north central PA? Or? You don't hear that often. I, I don't. That's no. why I asked. A lot of times, actually, they'll be frightened off by, by barking dogs. Like you hear in L.A., don't leave, like if you're in a coyote country, you know, yes, don't leave your pets you outside for, for yeah. because they, uh, coyotes can attack. But I don't hear about bears attacking no, pets that much. I guess it depends on, on how hungry they are. Yeah. You know, if they're really hungry, they're not going to back down. So the like game if you commi- have a wiener dog, it's probably going to get attacked. Uh, the Game Commission has placed a bear trap near their home, and they are asking residents to stop hanging bird feeders and keep trash cans away from their homes to avoid any possible encounters. Wow. I'm probably going to take my bear feeder in then. Probably a good idea. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Let's give away some turkey bacon. Yeah! Godshalls is here, and they gave us six packs. I'm going to give you, actually, 
a uh, six-pack of coupons, which are good for six full-size packages of Godshell's turkey bacon. So, you be the turkey bacon king of the world. Let's go with caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. You can get a sneak preview of the new Godshell's ad with Brian Westbrook, by the way, if you go to godshells.com. Mm. So we'll set you up with that. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a sec. Hang in there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer Jewelers has the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, plus fast, free, and safe shipping. I hate Stevensinger.com. Steven Singer makes buying an engagement ring so easy. He'll hold your hand to find the perfect ring so you can hold her hand forever. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I told Casey. I didn't miss a beat, right? Steve, I told him, I'm like, I want to hear Slayer Steve this morning. He goes, should we tell Steve? No. You know me. I want to see if he goes for it. I'm programmed. We haven't done that in years. It's like, wow. I had my headphones off. It's so loud. Without the headphones on? Uh, You know what? I'll have to do that next time. I do do scream. All right. Uh, by the way, music from uh, Kings of Leon is what we just played. Sex on Fire, take 25, the Preston Steve Show. Let's take a look at NJ Insurance Group traffic. What's going on, Kathy? 295 southbound, south of 322 in Logan Township. Left lane closed with construction, causing jam traffic northbound between Mount Royal, Royal and Mantua. We've got the roadway reduced to two lanes there, so there's sl- slow traffic. Uh, on 55 northbound, you're slow Deptford to the 42 freeway. Uh, 95 southbound jams Aramingo to Girard, the Vine westbound heavy to Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Expressway east on the Schuylkill slowing from the boulevard into Spring Garden. Uh, westbound side, we've got stop traffic from uh, Vare Avenue to 30th Street through that construction zone. Uh, on the boulevard southbound, it's jammed 9th Street to Wissahickon. And then over the Ben Franklin Bridge westbound side, we've got the right lane closed. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Prime members right now at Whole Foods Market, all frozen pizza is 50% off. Stock up and save through November 3rd while supplies last and find more deals on the Whole Foods Market app. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, real quick, a uh, couple of shout-outs. And I actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a letter. Okay, so this came in a in an, an, an actual letter. You don't see that these letter. days. And I'll show you something else you don't see that much, That what was inside the letter. Oh, this a is field from, mouse. Uh, Tim uh, Cianfano, uh, I'm not sure how you say his last name. He is from uh, Pennington, New Jersey. And he actually typed a little uh, oh note gosh. here what? for us. It says, Dear The Preston and Steve Show, <laughs> I heard you guys knocking on typewriters the other day, and I got to say, nothing beats typing on these bad boys. We weren't really knocking on them. We no, were having and- fun, uh, a nice discussion about typewriters. Absolutely. He said, I'm 24 years old, and I absolutely love this thing. And this is, you sh- I, we'll have to take a picture of this because it's got... It's got the 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 standard telltales of, of an actual typewriter here. And correct me if I'm wrong. Is that Dang. super tiny type? Uh, or is I that standard type? I don't know. It yeah. might be standard type. So anyhow, he goes on to say, uh, I was getting, I was tired of getting distracted while typing on the computer, and I figured that this was the best way to be more mindful and careful of what I'm writing. The tangibility of typing and hearing the sounds make it make the experience just a little more personalized. 
Uh, plus, it's always neat to type out little notes or memos with more person with a more personal touch to it. And by the way, printer ink is freaking expensive. Uh, <laughs> you guys rock. If I could just get a shout out for my buddy Nick Johnson, that'd be sick. Uh, we're longtime listeners and love the show. Keep rocking. And regards, Tim Cianfano. So here you go as a shout out. Although that was really cool. That is really cool. Yeah, That's so a delightful little note. So thanks, Tim. And he's right. It does make it more personal. It cer- certainly stood out more than anything I've uh, read in a while. Here That's a whole realm that Preston people won't, they'll, they won't ever, we're going to go into a generation that will not even know what we're talking yeah. about when we talk yep. about the typewritten letter. Yep. Uh, I got this, uh, uh, Nick had uh, given me this the other day, and I'll, I'll read uh, two parts to it. Uh, this is from uh, Nick Logan in New Zealand. He said, I visited you and the team in June 2019 with my wife. We had just gotten married here in New Zealand, and we're visiting parts of the USA. Remember when he stopped there? Yeah, yeah. it was great. Uh, you might remember my friend and fellow President Steve fan, Richard Mills, uh, was meant to join us here in Philly. However, due to his brain cancer flaring up, he used to say that, uh, he had to cut his trip short and head back to New Zealand. He's beaten the odds, surviving three brain surgeries and outlasting uh, all the time frame suggested by his various medical experts. I've spent as much time as I can with him over the last few weeks, months, and years. But now he's in his final days of hospice in Wellington, New Zealand. It was an eight-hour drive to be here with him. I listened to a couple of the most recent podcasts. It was just so odd that Steve has talked about succulents so many times over the last few shows. <laughs> And this is what I find outside of Richard's room. And he sent a picture of some succulents. Um, and then we got a follow-up email, and he, he died, um, unfortunately, just uh, just a day ago. Um, so he said, uh, uh, the follow-up email says, I'm sorry he never got to meet you all. He was really a huge fan ever since I introduced him to your podcast probably eight years ago. In fact, uh, he and I clicked so well that we added each other with Preston and Steve uh, we address each other with Preston and Steve Fodder. He'd answer the phone, and I'd simply say, ball sacks, and he'd reply, yummy. <laughs> uh, and there's nothing on here was another favorite. Durga, 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 uh, the end is purple, all the classics. We'd say that stuff to each other about as many times a week as you guys do. I'll still say those things, but he won't respond. The good thing is for that for me, he'll be a part of your show, and every second I'm listening to your show, I'll think of him. Uh, take care. Uh, Nick Logan uh, checking in from New Zealand, oh, well, so that's terrible. That's sad. I know, I know. But do you want, I, do you want to give him a? Uh, a yeah, let's give I him think a full so. one. All right, we'll give yeah, him a full we'll one. do a shard up. All right. uh, here we go. Yeah. I wish we could have met him. That's uh, sad news. Sorry to hear about that. All right. Now, on the other end of things, this is really happy news. And it's interesting that uh, we are given the opportunity to announce this. So uh, this is from Julie. She says uh, her name is Julie Gu. I thought you were going to say jerk off. Or Gou. G-O-U. How would you pronounce it? I think it's uh, Julia Gulia. Is how Julia Gulia. Okay. <laughs> Uh, says, uh, good morning, Presbo. I am writing to request an anniversary shout out to my husband, Dennis. Now, listen to this story. All right. On October 23rd, that's today, we're celebrating our first wedding anniversary and the best kept secret we've kept from everyone. We eloped or enveloped, as my mom texted the rest of the family at Disney World last year and only informed our respective mother units afterwards via picture messages uh, we had been together almost 10 years at, the, at that point in time. Uh, they should have expected something by then. Ha. 
I couldn't quite figure out what to get him for our anniversary, so hopefully a nice juicy shard out will work as part of his gift. So they only told, I don't think they've told anybody other than their moms, and nobody knows, so we get to share that with That's, everybody here. They've that is wild. married for a year. Uh, and Julie says, uh, uh, thanks to you and everyone else on the show for bringing the ha-ha into our lives every morning. Love ya. Julie McMullen, which I guess is her married name. Huh. So a shout out for you guys. Yeah. All right, I'll do one last one. This doesn't have to be a giant one, but okay. uh, it says, hey, my name is uh, John Romano. Oh, no. Yeah, and uh, I live in oh, Wilmington. John. Wilmington, Delaware, and I've been listening to the station since 2006 when I moved up from Maryland. I've done uh, a blood drive, drop-off, food, camp out for hunger, met other, uh, meet other at events. That's what he says. Yeah. Uh, I'm a DoorDash driver for two years now uh, after being let go from a great job for 28 years, and I would uh, like to get a shout-out to the weekend crew. Uh, so he wanted me to mention these guys. Jason and Kevin on mornings, Ray and Blake midday, Brent and Sarah afternoon, and Marcus, who keeps us rocking from... oh. Those are people that work here. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, Ray, Blake, morning, Brent, yeah. Sarah, afternoon. Ray yeah. Blake. Oh, Blake does overnight sometimes. Blake, does, but what? Yeah. He's, he's giving a shout stuff? out to our weekend jocks. To the weekend. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought he meant the weekend crew where he works. No. <laughs> well, okay, I'm like, I know all these names. These hey, people. guys, these guys play MMR music too. <laughs> That's funny. And Marcus, who keeps us rocking from uh, 7 to midnight on Saturday and Sunday nights. <laughs> our boss is named Bill Weston, and he really is a good boss. That's funny. I'd only glance. I just yep. saw Jason, Kevin, and I was like, okay, these are the guys that work ships where he works. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, there, there's a shout out to the our weekend. guy named Lockdown over here. Our weekend crew. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while since we have taken a stroll on the grounds of the great Just Sayin' Institute. The Just Sayin' Institute, now featuring a 10,000-acre rhubarb farm <laughs> and drive-through vomitorium. <laughs> drive, drive-through oh, vomitorium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, that's gross. Wow. Uh, so Wait, are you invited to vomit? In yeah. The, or is this like more museum-y? No, from your car. Okay. 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 All right, so these are various uh, scientific studies uh, that I've come across and compiled here at the Institute. So uh, we're gonna, some of them aren't scientific. Some of them are just, uh, you know, studies that have been done by uh, – uh, shut up. Right, so, <laughs> Smart people. I don't, I don't even know how to explain this. So, it doesn't even matter because it, it's all good. All right, so a new lending tree survey found that at least 25% of Americans say they've already finished all of their holiday shopping. Wow. Meaning Christmas shopping. How does that compare to any other year, though? I don't know, but a quarter of the people, I'd say it's probably a little bit ahead. Yeah, people are, you know, online shopping. And and they're doing it online. True. We are, however, we're in October. Uh, You know, like I... Slow down. Right? Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I know a lot of people who... We'll get it done like by August, by you know that might. Well, that sh- they shop throughout the year. Yeah, I know some people that do that. I'm I'm not I'm pretty organized. I'm not that organized. I was good last year. I haven't done anything yet this year. Rochelle's birthday's on Tuesday, and I still got to get. Oh, what you get? So, her? Yeah, right. Uh, so <laughs> I just, I'm just you can't say anything. I'm just terrible. I'm terrible at it. Gives- you should send her and I on a trip. 
What? Actually, that'd kind of be worse. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. going to send you on a trip, all right. Mm-hmm. How did you make that about you, Kate? I don't know. I just wanted to go She's somewhere. She's good. Hey, does Rochelle like turkey bacon? Mm. Oh, we got something. I got a great gift for her. I got this for you, sweetie, and it's not greasy. So, Lending Tree Chief Credit Analyst Matt Schultz said some people, quote, have a little more money in their bank accounts today than they otherwise would, citing the coronavirus relief bill. Uh, increased unemployment benefits and reduced spending during the pandemic. So he said that they may be taking advantage of having some extra money to get their holiday shopping done right now. Uh, among parents with children under 18, 44% have finished their holiday shopping, and nearly 50% of those with household incomes of at least $100,000 are already done. Wow. I find that there is a, a certain joy to shopping within the season. Yeah, it, it, it kind it's all of part of it. It kind of yeah. makes it fun. And uh, even you know what? Even yeah. if it's going to be more online this year, it's still in the season. You know, store, but stores are, are are open. You know, and like the, the mall and everything. You know, KOP and there's they're they're, they're there. I, and some people may be reticent. Or also, what what you are being flooded with, though, as we talked about before, Walmart's trying to match the Amazon online shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, special, so there, there's going to be a lot of enticement to do that. I'm the antithesis of you guys. I hate shopping during <laughs> during the season. I, I listen. I think the the decorations and the music and the hustle yep. and bustle is nice. And I tell you what, maybe I should just shop now and then I'll just go to the mall and get something to eat during the season, right? Just so I can experience <laughs> some of this stuff. But I but the actual purchasing and shopping and all the things that come along with that, I hate. I it it's um. It, it it's pressure to me. I, I don't know yeah, why. It's too, mu- it's too much for you. I, I, it always has been. Yeah, you, you've always know. said that. Yeah. But anyway, I, you know what? I should be smart and get on this right now uh, and start buying this stuff because you can do the online shopping so easy to do. Well, now that you've made the resolution, completely ignore it. Okay, I'll yeah. do that. All right, so but 25% of Americans already done, finished. Quarter wow. of Americans are done according to this study. All right, what else do I have? Let's let's reel it back. Reeling it back at the Just Saying Institute. And let's get closer to the most uh, the most recent or the mo- the more upcoming holiday that and we get have. closer to the most, uh, the most recent. Uh, Come to uh, known upcoming. as. Uh, Halloween. Halloween! Uh, so, there has... Researchers have now ranked the scariest horror movies of all time, and they've done it by monitoring viewers' average heart rates. This, <laughs> this is interesting. All right. So, this is, is more cool. this is more scientific like than people just saying what movie is the scariest. So, I, I found this interesting. By the way, my list is getting uh, kudos on uh, online on the, uh, on the President Steve side. President. Very good. It's... Uh, you know, less than the, the standard horror films. It's up the top. You yep. know, it's just a, a smattering. But go ahead. I want to hear this. I'm the very ex- curious. The, excerpt, the experts from uh, broadbandchoices.com or .co.uk monitored the heart rates of 50 people as they watched more than 100 hours of horror films to determine the 35 scariest films of all time. So, and, and I'm curious how this worked out. I, w- I wonder over what amount of time did they watch these movies because... If you're sitting there watching scary movie after scary movie, you get numb to it after a while. I would think so. Right? Uh, So they were basing it on how many people had fatal heart attacks. Okay, fair enough. No, so uh, they have uh, they lead with the top one. So have you ever seen a movie out of 2012 called Sinister, Steve? Yeah, it's on my list. It was considered the most scary as audience members averaged uh, experienced an average of 32 percent increase in heart rate while watching the film. I described a presence. Ethan Hawke. He is a Stephen King type author. That's right. And he uh, he comes across. He goes. He act purposely buys this house and moves his family into this house unbeknownst to the family where uh, the prior family was all murdered. He finds a box up in the attic that has 
Super 8 films. I was like, oh, this is an old format. Starts playing them and realizes that they're they're snuff films. Uh, so the people on average went from 65 beats per minute to 86 beats per minute and included spikes of up to 133 beats per minute. That's really moving. It's well done. I, I really recommend it. If you're looking for one to kick off this weekend and you're watching horror movies because next Saturday is Halloween, uh, do it. Next on the list is Insidious. Another good one. Uh, it had uh, jumps of heart rate up to 131 beats per minute. Is that the one when we had Lynn Shea in studio? Yeah, and... she's in the Insidious series. And they... she was. It was Insidious 3. Okay, but they had brought in the VR? Um... Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was all part of that. The first Insidious is really, the I think, the best. Yeah. And it has, I don't know if you remember, there's a scene in the movie where they're, they're sitting, it's broad daylight, they're sitting in the living room talking, and there is this demon sitting behind someone. Oh, man. Yeah. In it, the broad daylight? In the broad daylight. Well, you could do something scary in broad daylight. And they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Conjuring, The Conjuring. A great, great horror movie. Was next. It had uh, jumps of up to 84 beats per minute. Hereditary uh, was next after that. A lot of people love it. I'm so-so. And I think it's good. I don't think it's, I don't think it's great. Uh, well, people enjoyed yeah. it in this uh, capacity. It jumped up to 83 beats per minute. And then uh, Paranormal Activity uh, rounded out the top five with jumps of 82 beats per minute. Interesting. Other films that made the list were The Exorcist, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So they're your more classics. Uh, the study creator, Daniel Clifford, said, uh, with more people than ever facing a Halloween at home, our science of scare study was designed to help people find the most scientifically scary films ever made to save them uh, the time of searching through thousands of titles across streaming services. So that's what they did. And I guess so. maybe they'll start doing that every year. Who knows? It's kind of an interesting way to approach it. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else from the JSI? These are studies that have studies come in. Studies from mm-hmm. the Josean Institute. That is right. Uh, a record 70% of Americans now support same-sex marriage. According to the 2020 American Values Survey published this week by the Public Religion Research Institute with uh, 28% opposed. By the way, that's a neighboring institute of the Josephine Institute. The Public Regional? Yeah, you can see it from the bell tower. Research Institute. Like a sister campus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Smaller Uh, rhubarb farm, though. (laughs) It's not all those acres. No, no, uh, they're they're lucky if they have five. More just like a garden. Yeah. Uh, so that is a nine percentage point increase from the American Values Survey uh, three years ago in 2017 when 61% were in favor and 30% opposed. A majority of all religious groups now support gay marriage in the survey, uh, except for one, uh, white evangelicals whose support was only 34%. Uh, those with majority support for it included uh, Protestants, Catholics, and Christians, and non-Christians of all races. Even Which the Pope? The Pope had come out and said uh, this week yeah. um, that uh, same-sex civil union law should be there and that it's okay and they're all God's children and we should love them and that's all there is has to he, it. Has he, so has he used the word marriage or civil Civil union was the word he used, correct? Yeah, right. It, he, it, doesn't, he doesn't believe that they should get married in the church. Right, right, yeah. Uh, but he believes that Listen, if you love someone and you want to be a couple with them, then that's the way you, you should he be. He said they should be able to be a okay family as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they should be able to be a family yeah. as well. And I agree 100%. Yeah, exactly. Uh, support was the highest at 90% among those who were religiously unaffiliated. Uh, broken out politically, half of Republicans now support gay marriage, up from 42% in 2007, as do 80% of Democrats and 76% 
of independence. So I'm happy to see that information and uh, continue to go in the right direction. Uh, all right, let's go to another. Oh, this is okay. I got this story this morning. This has to do with bugs. Oh. With what? Bugs. Oh, I think you said bugs. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, a, this scientist are unraveling the mystery of a bug with one of the coolest names in the animal kingdom. This is actually the name of the animal. It is called the Diabolical Ironclad Beetle. The Diabolical Ironclad Beetle. Yes. Is that the one who replaced Ringo? (laughs) It's the fifth beetle. (laughs) No. Uh, The uh, uh, Floetus Diabolicus has one of the toughest natural exoskeletons scientists have ever seen. According to research published in the journal Nature, the insect's armor is so durable, few predators have successfully made a meal out of it and can even survive getting run over by a car. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, This is a bug that scientists famously need to drill a hole into before they can stick a pin through it. What about from underneath? That's a good question. I don't know, but I mean, a car can run over it and it won't. Crush the bug. Huh. That's great. All right, so what would like, you expect to pay for this amazing <laughs> bug? So ticks are similar, right? Like you can't just squeeze a tick and and kill it, right? Like yes, you can. You can. Um, How do you do it? They're super flat. That's yeah. the right. thing. Right. So, but but if it were on this counter, yeah, you could squish down yep. on it. No problem. With your thumb, or do you got to like, put your? Well, you probably need something that that doesn't have your... give like your thumb yeah. does. Like if I use your phone case right. or something, it could or like crush your it. nail. You get tweezers. Yeah. Okay. With, with this thing, you wouldn't be able to do that. So uh, a team from Purdue University and the University of California, Irvine, have uh, deduced that when an extreme amount of pressure is put on the beetle, it its crush-resistant shell adapts to the situation by stretching rather than shattering. It's, Wee doggy! It's <laughs> nearly... <laughs> they've sprayed it with that stuff. Uh, it's is nearly indestructible shell <laughs> coupled with its uh, convincing acting skills when it comes to playing dead leave the beetle with few predators. So it can act too. They said it's built like a tank. That's its adaptation. It can't fly away so it just stays put and lets its specially designed armor take the abuse until the predator gives up. Now to give you some comparison in compression tests research, researchers found the beetle can withstand the force of about 39,000 times its body weight. That would be the equivalent of a 200-pound man enduring the weight of 7.8 million pounds. Wow. Yes. Wow. And scientists have found that the shell of the bug, which is native to desert habitats in the southwestern U.S., has evolved to protect it. Specifically, it's uh, elytra, which are the blades that open up and close on the wings of aerial beetle, beetles that can fly, essentially. They have this, right. these little compartments that open up and the wings come out. Well, those have fused together to act as a solid shield for the beetle, which can't fly. Analysis of the elytra revealed that it's made of layers of, uh, I guess you pronounce this chitin, C-H-I-T-I-N. Yeah, like it's it's, after you have a lot of Mexican food. You, you're chitin all these chitin. Yeah, I think it's chitin, <laughs> the hard K. <laughs> Man, spent, <laughs> spent the whole afternoon chitting. 
Um, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. Chitin? Chitin. Yeah. Okay. So we're showing this video of the of a, of a, um, a car driving over the bug. Now, the bug happened to be on a little bit of dirt when the tire went over it. I wonder if that helped it. But from what you're saying, it could probably be on straight-up pavement, and that wouldn't be an issue. So chitin is a fibrous material and a protein matrix. Its exoskeleton <laughs> contains about 10% more protein by weight than that of a lighter flying beetle. Under compression, the jigsaw puzzle-like structure of the elytra uh, doesn't snap as expected, but rather fractured slowly. But what's interesting about all this is the practical, what what science is going to be able to learn and use from this information. Right. Uh, well, so, wait a second. We're, we're showing a picture, and it, it, it took off. That's, I, I, it's probably, it's probably showing. probably his cousin Lou. Well, it's probably showing a different beetle. Okay, all right. Uh, saying that, you know. They don't have this. Anyhow, right. so what, what they're finding is this is going to drastically improve the durability of aircraft, automobiles, and more. Okay, go on. Uh, so what's that? Good. I, I said cool and good at the same time, so it was like, okay, ghoul. <laughs> I was wondering if there was going to be some sort of a practical application to I the what that word was. Go biological ahead. structure of this beetle. Well, yeah, it's, first of all, it's it's fantastic, you know. Uh, yeah, it's very Gule. But the fact, it's so gule. Uh, no, but the fact that they, what scientists do is they learn things from natural things and they try to apply it right. uh, to practical things that they can make. So uh, they mimic the structure of the bug's exoskeleton using carbon fiber reinforced plastics. And the result was both stronger and tougher than current aerospace designs. It's so cool. So it fields the bridges. It, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, it bridges the fields of biology and physics and mechanics and material science toward engineering applications. I think it's amazing. So it does this bug have a natural predator? I don't think so. Uh, in fact, I thought I read that it's in, got in it. the article. Like, we all have natural predators, do we not? Well, you have not really. No, I mean... Um, we're, well, we're you. If you're at the top of the food chain, like humans, you don't necessarily. And now, people, we other, do have, other animals can eat us, right? Yes, but we're we're not considered. Man, prey. We are our own natural predator. Yeah. Uh, or, or then predator from space, which we saw wreaked havoc in the South American jungles. That's true. That's yeah. a pretty. They came every year when the summer was especially hot. He'd be top of the food chain. That was South America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Vietnam this whole time. Well, they had. I think it was Vietnam. No. no. Nope. Oh, okay. Then why did they have the girl that was speaking Vietnamese? She was. She wasn't. No, she was Colombian. You're thinking of uh, Rambo. She was. Uh, <gasps> no. You're right. Yeah. No, you're thinking of Full no, Metal she's, Jacket. She's Spanish. Huh. This whole <laughs> time, I thought it was uh, a Vietnamese girl. Because at one girl. point, the one guy's going, Kung Kwai, Dong Kwai. Yeah. Kung Kwai. Check, check, to her check like the, that. Uh, oh. check the, uh, I thought it was South America. Hmm. Yeah. I'm flying South America and back. Hey. Yeah. Hey. hey. Right. What happened to you, Dutch? Hey. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> Were <laughs> uh, you doing some stun flying up there? Well, it was shot in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, let's let's. You okay. do the next thing, and I'll no, look this no, up. we're going to have to find All out. Right. Uh, Leap paramilitary rescue team. Blah blah blah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well let's go to somewhere All else. Right, we'll find out. Gave up follow. soon. Anyway, that's pretty badass uh, beetle that we were talking. Very about. Very cool. Just um, saying, Institute prevent presenting the most ghoulish information <laughs> you'll ever hear. Okay, so it was a Vietnam team. Right. These guys had worked together in Vietnam before. Maybe that's where I got confused. That's probably it. But uh, sometime later in a Central American jungle, okay. these guys got together and that's where they uh, they fought the predator and that. And where'd the gal come from? I don't know. All right, anyway. Uh, let's <laughs> New see. Jersey. Remember they, they were in that village first? Yeah. Yeah. That was and she a... had survived, I guess, the predatorial attack. Okay. 
And she um, did see it. Yep. She, yeah. Because the jungle she, came alive is what she had said. Yeah, she said, I seen it. Been a long time. <laughs> I seen it over there. I seen it. <laughs> what did you see? What, what happened? I seen it over there. <laughs> I seen it. It's got green blood. You want some gum? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even know where to go to after that. Did you say you've seen it? <laughs> yes, I saw <laughs> it. He's probably English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. Dutch, use proper English. <laughs> Teach it to her. Use the proper syntax. Uh, let's see here. All right. Okay. How about this one? Uh, let's see. A recent study by the medical journal. Med- <laughs> Don't worry. Medical You're cool. j- journal. <laughs> I have some cool information in this journal. You're cool, bro. Thanks, bro. Oh, no, no sad. Dutch, come here. I just had some cool information in this journal. You seen it? I've seen this before. A recent study by the medical journal... I almost did it again. Uh, BMJ <laughs> found that bigger hips and thighs are associated with a lower risk of early death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we've heard from that guy this morning. Uh, researchers tracked over 2 million people over the course of 3 to 24 years, asking participants to measure key parts of their body like waist circumference, waist-to-hip ratio, and body shapes. The study showed that a 4-inch increase in waist circumference was associated with an 11% increased risk of mortality, where a 4-inch increase in hip circumference was associated with a 10% lower risk of mortality. The study confirms the theory uh, that the more fat you carry around in belly weight, the more likely you are to die early of any cause. So they're saying, you know, your waist or your your thighs and hips uh, can be better than your belly weight. Uh-uh. All right, so the main so, recommendation is eat fruits and vegetables and walk. So belly weight is more detrimental to health? Correct. Okay, then thigh weight. That's what I think, getting from this information. <laughs> In the genre. <laughs> no, man. It's all right. <laughs> I'm thinking about other things while I'm doing What's this. What are you thinking about? I don't know. You're thinking about Predator, aren't you? I'm thinking about Predator. <laughs> that was Central America? That, that's my fault. I threw you off with that one. All right, one last story. One last thing from the uh, Josean Institute. Uh, and I think this is one we can all Constantly agree with. Constantly combing the information available in multiple genres. <laughs> uh, so I, I think we can all agree with this. The joy that animals can bring to your lives. But did you know that they can reduce your stress levels and lower high blood pressure too? I did and know that. All you have to do is watch them. Or have <laughs> sex with them, right? Oh, yeah. No. no, no. God. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Um, no, I... I I can completely concur with that. Having animals, um, you know, in your life, yeah. it, it really just does calm you down. It, whether you're just watching them, that's I the thing. You can just look. watch videos, and it, it apparently yeah, will work I too. Love, I well, love I'll, it. I'll sit and watch the cats play and yeah. fight, and you know, do like cute things. It's, it is. It's like it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can watch my kids play and fight, and it's not relaxing. No, but I can I can watch my dogs go at it. And yeah, I'm but like, you this love your great. dogs exactly. <laughs> Dude, the other day I watched a slow mo video of a Labrador puppy drinking out of a spigot, and I was like, this is because he started. It was like a normal motion, and then it went slow motion. And he was like. Bleh. <laughs> with his big puppy eyes, 
And I probably, I just let it, because it was on Instagram, I just let it refresh and refresh and refresh. I'm like, I could watch this all day long. It's great. Uh, Nick, I was thinking about you the other day because I was with my dogs. And, and well, we all love Best in Show, but Nick and I love Harlan Pepper, uh, <laughs> the character that Christopher Guest plays so much. And with I was the sitting there. Yeah, with the bloodhounds. <laughs> and I was sitting there. With my dog Rook, and his face is right in my face. I'm going, "How'd you boot? What'd you do, boy? What'd you do in there, boy? What'd you do?" And I'm like talking exactly yeah. like he was to the uh, to the bloodhound. Yeah, it's it's a one way dialogue, and yet you and part of your brain is like he understands what I'm saying. Of He's going to talk back. Yeah. Of course. Oh my god. Yeah. Giving uh, when I give Chelsea is very has this really wonderful fur. My dog. Chelsea's a boy. She's a girl. Oh, I thought you said he. No. I'm sorry. I was like, wow. No. Yeah. Oh, maybe I am. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, you know, man. I should have I should have figured that out because I licked down there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Here, I'll do that too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it and it just calms you down. It's just so wonderful. It's fuzz therapy. I mean, yeah. it's the legit good. I saw your... that movie. <laughs> Stop it. It's no. It's good for your heart rate. It's good for your state of mind. It's good for mental health. When my dog <laughs> licks down there, sick perv. It is so. Like moist sounding, it basically sounds like he's drinking water. It is insanely loud and gross sounding. We should get audio comparing you doing uh, uh, sanitizer on your hands, yeah, versus your dogs uh, doing that licking, licking. <laughs> hey, if we're gonna segue from from uh, pets to sex, yeah, I got this text. Yes, uh, actually, yeah, it says yesterday, but I saw it this morning. Casey, you're gonna have to look at this. It's look at this. Okay, no way. I, Okay, and I'll, I'll paraphrase. Sure, sure, please. Because normally I get, you know, uh, a text from a, a, an unknown number that is some sort of solicitation, some right. sort of the business thing or political <laughs> thing. I'm getting those a lot lately. This one, I don't know how the hell they they reach me, but it says, it says in quotations, implants for your D. Okay. Wow. Preston, Johnny Sins uses this <laughs> two-minute hack to grow and last longer, and then it's got a link on it. Oh, that's cool. Here, click that on was the just link. randomly texted to me. That's funny. I've never seen. They're normally pretty benign. The texts you get for something. I got this for, text from Kathy that said, "Do you know where I can get one of those implants for a D?" <laughs> I was, I was like, I found it hilarious, and uh, it's a two one six number, wherever that is. Do you but, know what the, the telltale thing for me is Preston. I'll get texts for Claire. On my phone, uh huh. So they, oh. they, so I know immediately it's either a political ad or something else that is not pertaining to me because certainly I don't need any help in the D department. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, uh, your blood re- your blood pressure uh, can and anxiety levels can drop simply by watching videos of uh, cute animals. I'm a sucker for them. Yes, absolutely. So if you need to calm down, need a little relaxation, you might want to try that as a form of therapy. Likewise, I hate when I start watching a movie, Preston, and there's an animal in it, and it happens a lot. It's an easy go-to in horror movies, and the animal ends up getting killed. I'm like, you rat mother effort. Yes. Stop using that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an easy go-to. Let the animal live! All right, and that is all I have. Uh, we have to. We got to leave the ground. Sorry, we'll be escorted off. Hop into the on the monorail, right? We have a Absolutely. monorail system. Yeah, get Running out of around the entire Jusane Institute. Yep. Here's your complimentary bag of rhubarb. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's give away some more turkey bacon. Godshells brought by six packs of uh, Godshells turkey bacon. In fact, in fact, I have a six coupons good for six full size packages of Godshells turkey bacon. <laughs> by the way, there we. this is a broadcast in English on another channel. Yes, and we'll take call number six at 215-263-WMMR. We'll give you that. We're going to take a break and come back in a second. Stay with us. 
Allison and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Starting Monday, November 16th, the gang will be camping out for an entire week at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. The dates aren't the only thing different about this year. The show will still go on inside the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent. But we can't have a studio audience. We're emphasizing cash donations this year, both online at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register. Non-perishable food donations can be accepted on site via our trunk-to-truck drive through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi. Camp out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, Whitehorse RV Center, Cinch Propane Home Delivery, TRG Mid-Atlantic, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Let's see. I think what? that we have enough prizes to play a game this morning. Yes, and I believe we are going to play Mashup Madness. So it's a pretty simple game. We take a remix that has been done with two and sometimes three songs. Uh, and we play it for you, and you tell us what the songs are that are mashed together. And I tell you what, in the case that there's three songs put together, you just name two. And okay, and you'll and get it. I think so. I I'm, think that's fair. We're trying to move product here, right? There's only a handful of these that, that I think have three of them, so we'll we'll check on that. But uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I have Casey uh, put together some, uh, some prizes, so I know what we are giving away. But we have this really cool intro from the game, courtesy of one of the guys who mixes these up better than anybody, DJ Cummerbun. DJ Cummerbun. It's Mashup Madness with Preston and Steve. Uh, is that the newlywed theme, or is that it the... Is. It is. Okay. And uh, an Iron Maiden. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mac, m- mashed together from uh, DJ Cummerbundy. If you would really like a laugh, you should check out his videos on YouTube, because uh, they're well done. They're mixed really good. And some of them are actually really catchy. Like, I like some of the mix-ups where, like, that that fits. It makes I, we've sense. We've said, I would listen to that. I would listen to that in the car. Yeah. Uh, so we have a variety of uh, prizes to give away. 215-263-WMMR is a number. And uh, like I said, we will play these down the line. And if you can identify the songs, then uh, you get a prize. And um, I think we'll take, how did we do this in the past? Uh, at some point, we can take a texter. Right, we do two and then a texter. Uh, or three and then a texter, is it? Yeah, we'll do three, three, three callers right. and then a texter. I love it. We'll see if you can get it right. All right, so we're getting calls up on the line, and we can begin. I'm going to go. And, Casey, by the way, these are the newer yeah, ones. Yeah, I'm all set up. Okay, I have uh, Matt on the line. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Hey, what's shaking, guys? Yo, Did bud. you know that, um, uh, what's his name, is from Delaware? Yeah, Bob Marley. <laughs> or lives in Delaware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know that. We, we heard that. Yeah, maybe <laughs> some Bob Marley will come up in the contest. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Matt, I'm going to play a song, a mix-up, and if you can tell me the two songs, then uh, you can win a prize. You ready to try this out? Ready, ready. All right. All right. Here is our first one. DJ Cumberbund. 
Searching for something, something never comes, never leads to nothing, nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the rope. All night long, I dream of the day, when it comes around and it's taken away, leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most, feel it come to life when I see your ghost. Calm down, don't you resist, you're such a delicate risk, and if I give it a twist... All right, that's enough of that. I love that. It's wow. really cool. Wow. It's really cool. Okay, most of these I haven't heard. Matt, do you want to get take a crack at the two songs, please? I'm already going to be in trouble with my family. I know it's the Lion King theme there, and then it's the Foo Fighters theme, but I can't think of the name. Wow. Well, unfortunately, I need a title. I'm sorry about that, Matt. You're going to kill yourself when you find out what it is. No, it's not the Pretender. Sorry, bud. We got to let you go. All right, we'll go. What? Is that what it was? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Ah, Matt, hey, back. We were just funning with you. I hung up on it. Oh, was, it was it the pretender or all my life? I thought it was all my life. It was all my, well, you, uh, yes. All my pretending life. All my... No, 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 the pretender. Oh, Marissa, my gosh. Marissa, oh. what's the title of that song? It's the pretender, right? Oh, my gosh. I was listening. I was tweeting to DJ Cumberbund. Yeah. Marissa, I have a question for you. You couldn't hear me. I wasn't listening. I was tweeting to DJ Cumberbund. All right. So which of these two? So- <laughs> Is it the title The Pretender or All My Life? The Pretender. Song? It's The Pretender. All right. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. I don't have the answers here. Hey. Right, wait. We got to hear, hear this again, though. All right. All right. When it comes around and it's taken away, leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most. Feel it come to life when I see your ghost. Calm down. Don't you resist. You're such a delicate rare. Right, let me hear this, so. What? Yeah. This is it. Wait. Yeah, this. This is the pretender. It is all my life. It's all my life. It is all my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, hey. You were right, Preston. <laughs> you were totally right, bro. <sighs> Well, okay. we're, we're off to a good start. Wait, I think. Hey. What's happening? Well, it means now that that one is negated, so we That's have to go. We, we and Matt was not a winner, right? Matt was Matt was indeed not a winner. Sorry, Matt. It was not the pretender. It was all my life. Okay, so we got um, we got that wrong. Thank you for hitting the good. magic rewind button. Uh, yeah, it is all good, isn't it? Let me yep. go to uh, no one Nick. noticed. No one noticed. <laughs> We, listen, what? when we do a contest, it goes perfect, always. Always. <laughs> Hi, Nick, you're on the air. Hey, good morning. Hi, how confident do you feel that we'll get this right? Uh, let's find out. I, no I'm, idea. I like your style. Okay, sir. and Rocky, what was Dipper's last <laughs> shut up? <laughs> was it Brown? Uh, yes, yes! Uh, <laughs> all right, now there are apparently. Now I haven't heard these, and unfortunately, I just have the the what what the song is. Don't titled. worry, press on with the. What the I'm songs sure are. you will. Yeah. I don't have the actual three songs that there are. There are three songs in this one. If you get two of them, we'll set you up. Okay. All right. Here's the mashup. Here we go. When I was a young boy.
Super Bug. <laughs> I like how he throws his plugs in there. That's good. I, I only hear two songs. I see another name on this list, but we're going to find out. We're going to go to uh, Nick. Nick, do you know the two songs? I believe it's Welcome to the Black Parade and Freebird. That's correct. Yeah! Yes! Yep, yep, absolutely That kind of works, too. Yeah. Uh, and and s- Frozen was in there, It says right? there's supposed to be Elton John in there you somewhere, want me to fast so I'm going to listen bit? a little bit further. Marissa? Yeah, I just want to throw in. So when we do these, DJ Run will sometimes throw in a third song, like a minute or two in. So I put it there just in case. Okay. But like you said earlier, uh, if we just get the first two, the third one can kind of be negated. Yep. All right. Hang on. We'll get to uh, Nick. What, what do we have for Nick, by the way? Uh, we have a six-pack of coupons that is good for six full-size packages of Godshaw's turkey bacon. All right. Let's listen a little bit further. And let's see if we can uh, guess what. Let's see if which one of us guesses what Elton John song okay. is first. We get to play a little bit. I think I know. I didn't even hear it. What Tiny is it? Dancer? Rock it out, rock. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You're right here. And there it is. Oh, it's the Pretender by Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Okay. All right. We are nailing this. Well, we got that one. No, we got that one. That one went well. All right. Uh, we'll go to Ian, our next contestant. Yo, Ian, how you doing, buddy? Good, thanks. How's it going? Wonderful, Ian. So we're going to do uh, Mashup Madness. This song has two of them, and let's see if you can figure it out. You ready? All right, yeah. Ready? Right. Here we go. We are young. Hollywood's hard. We stay. No promises. No demands. A 10 second clip, but I want to listen to him. All right, uh, Ian, do you know the two songs? Oh man, it's it's kind of hard to hear on my end. I definitely hear Pat Benatar, Love is a Battlefield, mm-hmm. and um, maybe another Pat Benatar song. I, nope, that's right. incorrect. No. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you go. Uh, hopefully, uh, Elena heard some of that. Is Elena or Alana? It's Alana. All right, Alana, did you hear enough of that song? Yeah, I can't get enough of your love, babe. And? And Pat uh, Benatar, Love is a Battlefield. That's correct! The great Barry White. Great song. Your love, baby. I love that, man. 
All right, Alana, uh, here's what we have for you. You have won our final digital PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's all about time. It's about time for a brand whomping new adventure. As everyone's favorite marsupial is back, Crash Forward into Time with Shattered Adventure, complete with massive worlds, new powers, and more insanity. Own it now on PS4 and Xbox One. All right, uh, we'll get your info. Let's get another one teed up, and we will go to Maria for that. Hey, Maria, good morning. Morning. All right, Maria, play Mashup Madness. How have you done so far? Uh, 50-50. 50-50. All right, that's all right. We're going to try one out for you. There's two songs in this clip. Let's see if you know. Here they come. See if she knows the answer to that before it gets to the chorus. All right, uh, Maria, what do you think? I know it's I Will Survive. Mm-hmm. And it can't get me down. I, I'm feeling the only words I could hear. Can't get me down. No, I'm sorry. That's I know it, wow. I know what she was thinking, but that wasn't even that. So. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will go to Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Is this Aaron? Hey, Aaron. Darren. Florin. Beelzebub. All right. Don't know your name. It says we try. on the screen. What's your name? Call her on the line. I hate that. All right. <laughs> let, me, let me go to Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hey. Hey, Brittany. Okay. So, uh, Brittany, did you hear the song? I did, and I was hoping you wouldn't pick me up. <laughs> oh, stop it. You want a, a little bit? A I'll few play seconds? a little bit for you, okay? Okay. From the top again, Case. Okay. If you don't mind, here we go. Part of a different song, actually. Yes, yeah. yeah. And nothing gets me down. You got it tough. I've seen the tough so brown. And I know. Baby, just how you feel. You got to roll with a bunch of years and get to what's they left the little David Lee licks in there. Uh-huh. All right, Brittany, do you know the two songs? Just I Will Survive. That's it? I know wow. the other songs. I can't think of the name of it. Do you even know what band the other song is? It had to be Van Halen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Do you know a Van Halen song? Guess a Van Halen song. It was not Panama. No, it's not Panama. Sorry, I got to let you go. So, all right. So uh, the Pretender by Foo Fighters. Uh, let me go to Sean. Maybe Sean knows. Hey, Sean. Hey, Jordan. You're our final hope, sir. All right, Jordan. What's what's the answer? 
Two songs. Jump. Jump. Jump and? And obviously, uh, I Will Survive. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Correct. yeah. Ah. Yes, absolutely correct. Yeah. But he also yeah, throws right. in a little hot for teacher, does he not? correct at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, uh, since you got it right, here's what we have for you. You got a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godshaw's Turkey Bacon. Why does Dorton make me laugh so much? Dorton? Dorton. I think it was one of mine, right? Was I think I said Dorton, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the. I think, it was, I think it was another variation on Good Morning. It just came out Dorton. Oh, Dorton. Like, yeah, like Good Morning. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, All right, we don't have any more uh, Crash Bandicoot. Bacon. Oh. Or Crash Bandicoot. Okay, no bacon or Crash Bandicoot. All right. Casey, skip to this one. Okay. All right. Uh, and skip we're going to try that out on. Uh, let me see here. We are going to go to Stace. Is it Stace or Stacy? Uh, Stace. My name's Stacy, but everybody calls me Stace. Okay. okay. All right, Stace. All right. You know how to play the game, right? We're going to play this yeah, for you. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Right. She's a contender here, Preston. <laughs> All right, Stace. Here is your mashup. Three songs in here. Right. Oh my god, that's great! I love that. All right, let's go to Stacy. <laughs> Stacy, there's actually three songs in there, but you just have to name two. Do you know what they are? Yeah, it's Poison, Nothing But a Good Time, and Celebrate. Yes, and the third one was Lick It Up from Kiss. You got it right. Uh-huh. It's got to be a crap load of work to get that to yeah. integrate like to that. To edit it together? Yeah, yeah absolutely. What were we going to set Stace up? All right, Stace, case? we have a digital download of Batwoman, the complete first season. All right, let's see what else we can. Stace just had. She just was absolutely blown away by that. It turns out she's a huge Batwoman fan. She's so emotional she couldn't she even She requested Oh, no, it. I put her on hold. Oh, okay. 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 He did that. Uh, case that was a do, close one. Do this one. Okay. Yep, if you wouldn't Got mind. You. All right, and let's try that out. Like I said, we I haven't heard... Marissa comes up with these. I've never listened to them before. None of us have. Well, it's kind of fun and to I, listen to it for the first time. I agree. That's it feels why like I, the first time. It does, just like the first time. Uh, let's see. I think our next caller was John, who we're going to get on for Mashup Man. I say, John, how you doing, buddy? Yo. Yo. All right, John, we'll play this for you. I think there should be just two songs in this mix, and let's see if you can get them. You ready? Let's go. All right, here we go. DJ Humberbunk. Can you feel it? See it? Do it today. Uh-huh. If you can't, then it doesn't matter anyway. You will never understand it because I just advance. And it feels so good. It's like walking the glass. Yeah. It's so good. It's so hip and so bright. It's so groovy. It's out of sight. You can touch it. Smell it. Taste it so sweet. But it makes no difference because it knocks you off your feet. Tell me. And just when I thought she was coming to my door yeah. 
I wonder what the what the feed in cars says when we play that. Yeah. What would it come up as? That's a good question. Maybe some people can join in and let us know. All right, John, there's two songs there. Name them, please. I can hear, I can hear one, uh, but I I it's really messed up, so I can't hear the second song really well. But I can hear. I know one song is. Uh, I don't want to give it away. So. All right, all right. Thanks <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Guys. All right, we'll see you later. All right. Uh, let me try Sam. Maybe he heard that. Hey, Sam. Hey, how's it going? Wonderful, Sam. Could you identify those two songs? Okay, so I think it's. Epic by Faith No More and 17 by Winger. You nailed it. Yeah! Nailed it. Nice work. And what are we going to give Sam, Case? Well, Sam, for you, we have a digital. I'm sorry, that's the wrong thing. Now, we have a digital download of Batwoman, the complete first season. Uh, Listen to her. So I love that. And apparently Marissa said there's also a hint of Bowie in there somewhere. Really? Let's let's keep listening. See if we hear that pop up. No, that's chili pepper. That's chilies. Yeah. That's from Suck My Kiss. It's the, Bo- the Bowie Peppers. The Bowie Peppers. Beat up on Winger a bit, but Red Beach, the guitar player, was freaking awesome in that band. So DJ Cumberbund, and I just heard it there, will often throw in uh, uh, Rocho, Macho Man Randy Savage every now and then. And he just, right at the end there, he just goes, yeah! Play, back it up just <laughs> a little back bit. Back it up. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear Rocho Man. Yeah! Oh, yeah! It's DJ Cumberbund. Right. Yeah! Uh, let's see. We'll go next to listener Vince. Yo, Vince, how you doing, man? Good morning, Ed. Good, Good morning. morning. God, you people, man. It's never going away. Uh, let's see, Casey. <laughs> second let's... from the top for second from the bottom? Yeah, let's I do like that, that one. one. All right, let's try this one out okay. and see if you can figure it out. You ready? All yes, right, sir. here we go, Vince. Something extra in there. Yep. Okay, let's go to uh, Vince. And Vince, give me the... So you need two. There were like four things in there. 
It was it was coming through pretty poorly on the phone. I heard Black Betty, but I couldn't hear any other song. Mm. Really? All right, sorry, dude. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go next to Frank. All right, Frank. Hi, I'm on the radio. Yes, Yay! you are. Sweet. All right, Frank. Did you hear it? Uh, it, yeah, it was really bad. So, can I hear it again, please? Uh, yeah, we'll try this. I'll even put you on hold. But here we go. <laughs> Let's go to Frank and see if he knows. Frank? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Black Betty and a Foo Fighters song. <laughs> no, it's very dense. It's very densely produced. There's a yes. lot going on in there. So it's, I don't think it's just your phone line. I think it's just there's a lot going on. So uh, we'll try one more. And if we don't uh, get a winner on the phone line, then we'll have to get a texture. I'm going to go to Pat. Hey, Pat. Yeah. All right, Pat. Let's Can go. you name a couple of those songs from that mashup? I knew it. the one was Black Betty, but I couldn't really hear the... Oh, all right. Sorry. Like we're going to a text with them. That's all right. Marissa's going to work on uh, getting a texter. There was there was a, a quick little line of another uh, band besides... In fact, yeah, there were, there. I, I think there's four different sounds in there somehow or another, but DJ Cummerbund really went uh, heavy on the production. Marissa's trying to get somebody. We'll have to come back to it in a second, I think, because... She's trying to get a texture on the line, and I think it's happening. I see her, see her talking. No, she's going she's like this. Not By the way, she's talking to herself. Oh, she is. Yeah, I love Black Betty. I I love that song. It, that I is do too. Such a fun song. We were okay. So my friends and I went on a golf trip, and we were in Alabama. We were in Birmingham, Alabama, and we got in the car to go to our morning round of golf, and we heard Black Betty on the radio. We're like, "Ah, right, it's cool, cool tune." And then we were playing you know, 36 holes that day. So we, we took a break, lunch, got in the car to go to the next golf course, and we heard it again. And I'm like, and I think it was on the same radio station. And we're like, what the hell's going on? And I was like, oh, we're in Birmingham, Alabama. It's yeah. the only song, well, except for maybe uh, uh, maybe for Sweet Home Alabama that yeah. mentions Birmingham. Yeah. They play two songs. So, yeah, so they, so they played that twice. We played the uh, Tom, Jam. Tom Jones version too, right? You've heard Tom Jones yes. cover Black Betty, the Ram Jam version. It's a yep. classic version. But yep. the Tom Jones version is pretty freaking cool, too. We'll have to find that. Uh, yeah. I just got a text message from Brad Grossman from Helium Comedy Club. He hears it loud and clear, the other song. All right. Okay. Thank you, yeah. Brad Grossman. Uh, let me go to, I'm going to go to Troy <laughs> and see if he knows. Troy, how you doing, man? I'm all right. How you doing? Good. All right, Troy, can you name uh, two of those songs in there? Of course. Uh, first one was Black Betty by Ram Jam. Yeah. And Weird Science. Yes, yeah. from Orlando, yeah. Orlando. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Hang on the line. Here's what we're going to give you. All right, we have a copy of Colin Quinn's new book, Overstated, a coast-to-coast roast of the 50 states and a ticket to his virtual book presentation at the Free Library of Philadelphia. That is tonight at 7.30 p.m. Uh, you can get all the information at freelibrary.org. Also in that mix was Chumba Wumba yes. with Tub Thumping. I couldn't hear that. I couldn't hear it either. The one I heard was Hey Bulldog from the Beatles. I heard that. Uh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, this was Hey Bulldog. Um, all right, well, let's just do one more, okay? okay? I don't know what that is. 
All right, let's just take a What first is spin that? Now. All right, well, I'm looking at the band names, and I don't know what this one is, but we're going to try right. it. Uh, okay. Uh, you think you might know what it is? Well, I can't read it. There's no, there's no, there's words, no words on it. On it. Um, well, the second word doesn't make any... I, well, I don't know. Let's just uh, take it off for a spin. Okay. Uh, and, and if we... Listen, I tell you what. We'll get one call on the line. If they don't get it, we don't know what it is, uh, then we'll, we'll let them try something else. I'm going to go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Pa! Pa! <laughs> All right. Kevin, we're going to try this one out on you. You ready? I'm ready. Even we don't know what it is. Here we go. DJ Cumberbund. My milkshake rings up That's wow. my favorite one. Yeah. It's amazing. That is my favorite one. All right, Kevin, the songs. <laughs> yeah, there's no possible way I could get that. Sounds like you're riding outside of a car. No. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. These are yeah. two distinct songs. All right, sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Maybe uh, Jeremy knows. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, how you doing, brother? Good. All right, Jeremy, did you hear those two? Yeah, I know exactly what it is. All right. It's uh, milk, Milkshake and tw- and YYZ. Yeah, we're going to give it to him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and Casey, what are we going to give him for the prize? We have a copy of Colin Quinn's new book, Overstated, a coast-to-coast roast of the 50 states, and a ticket to his virtual book presentation at the Free Library of Philadelphia. That is tonight at 730, and you can get all the information you need at freelibrary.org. I want to hear just a little bit more. Yeah. Milkshake brings all our boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours, damn right. It's better than yours, I can teach you, but I have to judge. My milkshake brings all our boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. That's all we have. Nice. Oh, all right, and there you go. That's all we're doing. We're done. All That's right. uh, Matchup Madness for the Preston and Steve show on this Friday morning. Thank you very much. I just for... want to hear this one. This is another variation of YYZ. Oh, okay. Here we go. That's me if you don't know.
That's your yawn laugh, which yeah. is this. I was, we were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite version of that, though, is the the Jimi Hendrix song. If uh, was it if six was nine? What, what's the title of that song? Yeah, that's the title. Is it? Uh huh. All right, yeah. we can find that as well. Um. um. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's how it was played. But <laughs> you were you were yawning and you laughed at the same time. Yeah, you were and doing. The, I think you were yeah. doing trash or something like that. And I was in right. the middle. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. I will be in the middle of a yawn and somebody will say something funny and then you get <laughs> all the time out of me. I don't know why. Oh man, where would that be? What would that be? How I don't, would that be? Oh, oh. Uh, it's not under Preston, huh? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Preston right. Hendricks. Let me write. Something else here. Uh, six was nine. Yeah. Okay. Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we there go. It is. Got right. it. All right. Here we go. This is it. Sing There you go. Another classic for yours truly. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a second and get some bizarre file stories and then a few more things before we send you off into the weekend. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Tala. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Tala, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We have a new Daily Rush video, and it is titled, We Ruined Preston's Day. Uh, what the, is that? The description says, if you look closely, you can actually pinpoint the exact moment that his heart breaks in two. It's when Nick pointed out that on my um, drum videos that I had done as birthday gifts. Or, I pointed it out. Yeah. Or you pointed it yeah, out? Yeah, because it was uh, okay. somebody pointed it out to me because my I guess mine was the last one, right? Yeah, the last Correct. one you did. And it had been for all of them. I spelled birthday incorrectly. <laughs> B-I-R-E. H T D A Y is apparently how <laughs> birthday. I, that's how Preston spells birthday. <laughs> Listen, that's totally fine. Birthday. Um, and you know, Dan, Danny Glover, it's birthday. So you can now watch it on uh com. sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. And, hey, Nick, was that a, a Simpsons reference in that uh, description? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, the, the exact moment. There's a, there's a scene where I think Lisa breaks up with Ralph Wiggum. And they go back to the footage, and, and Homer says, you can pinpoint the exact moment where his heart breaks. There you go. <laughs> that was me. And you can see that on uh, our Daily Rush videos. All right, I have some Bizarre File stories. Let's go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. And it's brought to you by God Shulls. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. You can make the switch to God Shulls Real Wood Smoky Turk Bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at GodShulls.com. I have another bear story for you. Horrible bear story. A bear at Shanghai's Wildlife Park attacked and killed a zoo employee in front of tourists. Yes, I saw the footage of this. 
You saw the footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, they showed graphic footage? It's from a distance. Oh, the attack took place on Saturday in the park's Wild Beast area, an open area for bears where they can roam freely while tourists visit in specialized vehicles. At the time of the incident... Why are they putting bears in vehicles? Yeah, several... No, the, the people are in vehicles. Oh, okay. The bears are out. Uh, and the uh, at the time of the incident, several tourists were in the area. In a video gone viral on the Chinese social media site Weibo, uh, the visitors can be heard screaming in fear from inside the bus as they watched a bunch of bears gathering. Someone's heard yelling, what's going on? Uh, the video does not show how the employee died. However, one horrified visitor claimed that he saw the bears maul and eat the body of the zoo worker. God! <clears throat> the park That's a bad zoo. That a worker had died in the attack but gave no further details. Bark has uh, also temporarily closed down the wild beast area. Occupying 374 acres, the Wild Animal Park keeps more than 100,000 animals with more than 200 species. That's a lot. It is. They did give everyone on the bus a complimentary churro, though. Okay. Yeah. Those are delightful. Uh, the viral video started a discussion online where some questioned the zoo's safety method. You mean because of the bear mauling? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, while others questioned the very basis of keeping animals locked in uh, for visitors to see. This is a pretty funny story. Following your common sense is more important than following your GPS. We've heard that time and time again. A 30-foot yes. box truck got stuck on a mountain road <laughs> north of Silverton, Colorado on Friday, and it might still be there. The Durango Herald reports that the rugged road is known as Engineer Pass and is notorious for being one of the most treacherous backcountry roads in the area. It has a peak elevation of 12,800 feet. And you need a four-wheel drive and high-clearance vehicle if you want to make it to the top. Officials said the truck is stuck near the top of Engineer Pass after following a GPS route toward Lake City. The driver tried to turn around and got himself stuck near the top. They can't figure out how to get it down. Oh, no. uh, so there's no, there's no way and you can't back a truck down like that, right? Not that I know of. So it was scheduled for removal some point this week. It's not clear if the removal was successful or not, but it's hilarious because it's just sitting up there and they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yep. And it's we, a we've all fallen. moving truck. Yeah, At we, least the, the possibility of being seduced by an incorrect GPS. We were in, it was either northern Arizona or southern Utah, and the GPS had us going down some crazy uh, dirt road. And we had only gone down for maybe a half a mile, and I was like, I just don't think we're supposed to be here. Right. Well, and I, we weren't. Yeah, you know, yeah, and sometimes I'll do it, my wife will be looking at me, really? And I'll just, I'll say, no, nope, this doesn't feel right, and I'll just drive down other roads until uh -huh. it puts me on another path. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, this is a weird little story. A uh, former police chief of a small town in Grant County, Washington, is facing charges of workers' compensation fraud after state investigators alleged she was untruthful about her inability to work. Brenda Lynn Cavaretto was serving as police chief of Cooley City when she was hurt. Here's what happened to her. A 285-pound corpse fell on her. Oh, my God. And she suffered back, shoulder, and abdominal injuries from Why her. do they hang those things from the ceiling to begin with? <laughs> Cavaretto, who is now 47 years old, also claimed that uh, she had such severe psychological trauma that she could not work or be around other people. However, state investigation found she was actually working and volunteering in the world of pinup models ah. while telling the state she could not work due to her on-the-job injuries. 
Uh, now, Corvetto, Corvetto Cabaretto, sorry, faces uh, two charges of making false or misleading statements to collect more than $67,000 in workers' compensation benefits. Yeah, a domestic violence suspect had hanged himself in a barn. Oh, jeez. And the corpse fell on her as she tried to take the body down. Wow. And she then uh, worked as a police officer uh, elsewhere, and she began receiving LNI wage replacement payments and vocational services due to lingering effects from the falling corpse incident. But it turned out she could have been working, so she's facing that issue. I, I think we need to support the struggling pinup model. Yeah. Uh, a Florida man uh, thought he was being clever. He's accused of uh, using a 24-cent packet of Kool-Aid to rack up nearly $1,000 in fraudulent charges at Walmart. What? Sheriff's Office. The Sheriff's Office arrested Bradley Young on charges of grand theft and shoplifting. Young had scanned merchandise at the Walmart with the Kool-Aid packet hidden in his hand. So each item that he was scanning actually rang up for 24 cents. Oh, wow. Uh, the final bill ended up being under $25. Uh, the goodies were really worth $994. A loss prevention worker at Walmart recognized Young from a previous situation. Uh, she followed him around the store and watched him in the self-checkout lane. The worker said that Young also took a soda and fan from the shelf and returned them uh, at customer service after showing workers there, a photo of the receipt on his phone. I'm your fan. Uh, shortly before deputies caught up with him, investigators said Young left Walmart with a cart full of unpaid items, which included a $248 scooter, $160 worth of batteries, and a dual navigation system worth $120. And all the while ringing through just a packet of Kool-Aid. Yeah, so he had wow. it in his hand. Yeah, so in that. some cases, and I know if you check out at some places like the, the supermarket or like the CVS, <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll, they have a weighted yeah. estimate. Yeah, there's a scale there. Yeah. Yep. So I guess what he was doing, maybe he was just tossing uh, Kool-Aid packets on there when he would uh, right. spin well, it. I don't really he, know. Well, also, some of them, either it's not accurate or they don't have the weighted system, and you just need to put something in the bag. Mm. I don't know if Walmart's like that. Or but... they'll ask you for an item count. Do you ever have that? No, but I'll tell you what. At Target, they are, like, on top of things. I had two uh, rolls of paper towels, and you yeah. still can only buy one. At Giant, you can buy two. So I threw two in there thinking it was the same roll. It's not. Dude came up to me. He's like, you can only buy one. I was well, like, oh, okay. They're, they're on it. What the F's wrong with you? Mm. <laughs> all right. And uh, that's, yeah, we're going to wrap up there. All right. That's all we got time for, unfortunately. And that is what I have in the B file. Um, we need to take a break? Yeah. All right. I would go to these calls. We had Katie, who's been on Engineer Pass before. Oh. Says it's impossible to turn a car around, but we don't have time to go to any calls. Sorry about that. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Lesson, question, trash, music, news. Those things are on the way. Don't miss it. I'm going to keep yelling. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's Friday. There's no sad bro. Happy about that. Uh, and we'll give away a word of the week prize in a little while. In the meantime, a different prize. Uh, and a good one as well. $50 gift card to... Nebraza. I think I'm overdue to go to Nebraza. It's been yeah. a long time. But this is courtesy of Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rio. So the question we're going to ask this morning is, uh, what drive-through feature was added to the Just Say an Institute? 
We know there's a rhubarb field. It's amazing. Uh, but what drive through feature was added to the Just Saying Institute? 215-263-WMMR from a segment earlier this morning. If you heard it, call in now. We'll see if you can win. We're going to do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, and this morning is brought to you by... Primo Hoagies. Watching the game at home? Of course you are, but you don't have to eat like it. Score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagie Party Trays. You can find a location or order online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie, it's a Primo. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Olympic freestyle skier Gus Kenworthy showing off a huge bruise on his buttocks after a bad fall in the Swiss Alps. The 29-year-old Olympic freestyle phen- phenom wrote, My hiney got it all purple near where the poo-poo comes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lake Bell and her husband, as you reported earlier, Preston Scott Campbell, separated after nine years and two kids together. Said Bell, quote, Scott and I knew the only way that this could work is if we both made the commitment to hate each other's guts. <gasps> is what we committed to do. And Kate Beckinsale has split with her 20-year-old boy toy, Goody Grace. Kate says she's sick and tired of stepping on his Legos. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, let's see if we can get an answer to today's lesson question, which is what drive through feature was added to the Just Saying Institute? We're always finding out about new things that they're popping in. It's an amazing facility. The, yeah, at the <laughs> drive through Institute. Or, I mean, not the drive through Institute. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Welcome to the drive through Institute. That was the best school I ever went to. Uh, I'm going to go to Tim and see if he knows. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. All right. What drive through feature was added to the Just Saying Institute? The vomit. The what? The vomit drive? The vomitorium. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Tim. You got it right. We're going to give you a $50 gift card for... <laughs> you Okay. I really thought... What'd you do? I chopped down on my tongue something fierce. Wow. Who is yelling? Are you bleeding? No. No. Well, maybe later. I don't know. I Um, think I'm going to be okay. I mean, I really bit down hard on it. Mm. Were you trying to pop your gum? Uh Uh-uh. I don't know what I was doing. Okay. Uh, proceed, Preston. I just heard I heard an exclamation there, and I was like, man. Yeah, that was a hard I, one, man. I that was you, hard. I thought you banged your knee when you turned sideways there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> what did he do? I just, I, I mean, I, I, bitch. I bit so hard, I, like, I couldn't stifle it. <laughs> he could. You know, normally, like, you go, oh, yeah, that's a, that nice ice cream. I'm sorry. Oh. Isn't this hilarious, Kathy? Oh, yeah, this is amazing radio. All right, we're going to Tim won a $50 gift card right, to... Tim. Nebraza, and it's courtesy of Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rio, exclusively on Netflix now. Nebraza is open for curbside pickup for indoor-outdoor dining, uh, serving a full 15 Brazilian meat service with a dedicated server to each table. Details at nebraza.com. All right, here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 
I want to love you. P-Y-T for the young thing. Yeah! All right, it's brought to you by Godshalls. All the bacon tastes 80% less fat. Make the switch to Godshalls. Real wood smoked turkey bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at Godshalls.com. Uh, Metallica and My Chemical Romance are going to headline the 2021 Aftershock Festival. It's the West Coast's biggest rock festival and will take place at Discovery Park in Sacramento, October 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Metallica will perform two unique sets, one on Friday and one on Sunday, so they open and close it. And Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, I guess it's, uh, I don't know what day of the week uh, the 7th or through the 10th is, but they're going to play two shows. And My Chemical Romance will play on Saturday the 9th, so there you go. Uh, the lineup will also include Limp Biscuit, Rancid, The Offspring, Social Distortion, Rise Against, Volbeat, Machine Gun Kelly, Mastodon, Seether, and a few others. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins are gearing up to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Great album. And they're going to do it with a special live chat, an arena tour, and a sequel to the critically acclaimed 1995 album. Uh, the live Q&A with Billy Corgan and Jimmy Chamberlain is going to take place today. Uh, that will be at 1 p.m. Eastern. They're doing a Zoom uh, Q&A. Uh, however, fans will have to wait for the Melancholy World Arena Tour. It was originally scheduled for the anniversary date, October 23rd. It has been postponed until next year. To the 26th. <laughs> uh, the sequel, Concept Up to Melancholy, and uh, Machina is also due out in 2021. The musical-themed concept album is the third one in the trilogy. This is a really cool story. Jack White played the part of Guitar Hero after a street busker's only guitar was smashed on the street by an allegedly drunk woman in Edinburgh earlier this week. Uh, Matt Grant had shared a video he recorded just after the event showing the destroyed instrument saying, Obviously, if I don't have a guitar, I can't busk. If you could help out, I'd be massively appreciated. It would be massively appreciated. So he set up a GoFundMe, which was a success after just 24 hours. And Grant was able to purchase a new guitar. His good fortune didn't end there, though. Jack White saw the post, had his manager reach out to Grant, and told him that he also wanted to buy him a guitar. Uh, Grant shared a post on Instagram Wednesday with a picture of his second new guitar, a custom-made Fender Stratocaster. Wow. Yeah, a real deal. That's great. Axe. Yeah. Writing, absolute, once-in-a-million-lifetimes thing happened today. And I cannot thank Jack enough for his absolute generosity. Apparently... He saw what happened, hit up his manager just this morning, and then amazingly tracked me down to the guitar shop just in time for me to walk out with his absolute beauty. Thanks, Jack. I'd love to thank you personally one day. You are a legend. So, so sometimes bad things happen. In case, you just bit your tongue. Yeah. yeah. I would do a GoFundMe page. Ooh. See what happens. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, released today is Bruce Springsteen's latest album with the E Street Band titled Letter to You. The 12-track collection is Bruce's 20th studio album and was recorded at his home studio in New Jersey and once again co-produced with Ron Aniello. Do you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I would like to play catch with you sometime. The set's release coincides with the 40th anniversary of the boss's classic double album, The River, which was released October 17, 1980. Uh, Bruce said of the new album in the official announcement, I love the emotional nature of Letter to You, and I love the sound of the E Street Band playing completely live in the studio. So they did the whole thing live. The thing that appeals to me about this is the fact that he came to a couple of realizations. We'd play the audio clips 
all of the members of his original high school band have passed away. Mm-hmm. And he is surviving. And he mm-hmm. has been with the E Street Band. And he put this in context. If you're in high school now, think of you 50 years from now in your 70s mm-hmm. with the same group of people making music together. And I think he was overcome with a sense of appreciation. Yep. He said, we made the album in only five days. Turned out to be one of the greatest recording experiences I've ever had. That's cool they did it live, too. They did it live. They did it live. They said F, F it. it. And they did it live. Uh, letter to you. F it. We'll do it live. Uh, letter to you. Uh, in- I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. <laughs> what does that mean? Play him out. Effing thing sucks. Effing thing sucks. Uh, Letter to You includes nine recently written Springsteen songs alongside new recordings of three of his legendary previously unreleased compositions from the early 1970s. Those would be Janie Needs a Shooter, Song for the Orphans, and the iconic If I Was a Priest. This one's called Walker Told Me I Have AIDS. There's a long man down in Texas who also has a medical degree. <laughs> he didn't have a, did he have a medical no, degree? No, no. That's what makes it so absurd that they, they turned the, that particular chore over to the yeah. uh, Texas yeah. Ranger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard Letter to You on the way in to work this morning. Ray Coop was playing it, and uh, I really like it. It sounds like classic Bruce, and, and okay. just like with the whole band behind him. It's uh, If you're a Bruce fan, I think I, that's the only song on the record I've heard thus far, but I really like it, like it a lot. Also released today is the new film titled Letter to You, which chronicled the recording sessions and runs exclusively on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a feature-length uh, documentary. Performances, uh, in-studio footage, archival material. Recipes. And lots of recipes. Rachel Ray shows up, actually, at one point. Man, that's delish. And they cook a beef stroganoff together. (laughs) How long do I leave it in the oven? Hey, Walker told me I have AIDS. (laughs) New song called Walker Told Me I Have AIDS. (laughs) And there was a long man Texas who also had a medical degree. That's why I always remember when he brought some bad news to me. <laughs> I don't know what made me think of that. <laughs> this is called Walker Told Me. <laughs> What's it about, Bruce? Whoa! Got a long man in Texas. Delivered some unfortunate news to me. <laughs> and I was sharing a needle with an IV drip. Oh, oh my God. God. It's tragic. Okay. Uh, I want to point this out. Uh, October 24th. Tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory, Linkin Park's debut full-length album. Mm. And it was a groundbreaking album. And our own Sarah Parker has written some uh, interesting words about it. And not only that, ranked 20. Of Lincoln Park's best songs, uh, there's no remixes or anything like that, but straight-up songs, and, and she wrote that uh, you can find plenty of those, uh, the remixes on the brand-new Hybrid Theory box set. So if you want to check that out, it's at WMMR.com. Do you watch uh, Sarah's rock recaps? I have. I've watched they're, some of them, yeah. They're terrific. Yeah, she's, She does a great job. She is uh, excellent at what she does. And then one last thing, it is the Championship of Rocktober Madness today. There are only two... 
bands that remain, and they face off today. Pink Floyd and Shinedown. I, I would love to see if anyone, and be honest about it, had those two bands as the final combatants. Nope. No, I couldn't see that happening, but you never know. Somebody, I mean... The, within, when they show these brackets, you know, with the NCAA, they yeah. say it's it's astronomical for you to get everything. Right. What's exactly that standing correct? offer about about uh, winning? Well, even if you in the first round, the standing offer, and that might be from Warren Buffett, maybe a million dollars. Yeah. If wow. anybody has the first round, one hundred percent correct. Wow. All right. So anyhow, it's Floyd against Shine Downs. Brought to you by Horizon Services. We're going to find out by the end of today who is the winner. So we will see. All right, this is the second guy this guy's called in. i got to go to him. Do you remember I, I read a, a oh, note yeah. Yeah. earlier from a guy who had typed out a note to us with a typewriter? Yeah, yeah. he's calling uh, in? Yeah, he's on the line. This All is right. Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing? <laughs> hey, guys, how you feeling today? Good. What's up, buddy? Well, Hang on a second here. i gotta, I got I to dump where you dropped the F-bomb there. Go oh, ahead. Oh, boy. Oh, God, forgive me. No, I just wanted to call in. Oh. Listen to the show. I'm glad, for reading you. I'm glad you read the thing. All right, well, Excellent, we're, man. Glad, we're glad you're happy. Now send us a typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> you just wanted to call in and say hi? Yeah, yeah, Is there yeah. something you want to tell Kathy? Uh, God, I'm not sure why. Oh, okay. I don't know. We're just trying to give you something to talk about. So he yeah. wrote in on a typewriter. Are you calling in on a rotary phone by any chance? No, you'd be, you'd be surprised. No, it's, I just, I, it's, there's so many people who give me beef about the typewriter, and it's just one of those things where it just makes it so much easier to write. What kind of typewriter are you using? I use an old um, Underwood Royal. Oh, okay. Royal. My uncle gave it to me for a birthday because I was just tired of writing on the computer because you just keep getting distracted. I hate it. Right. So a Royal was the first typewriter that I typed on. I oh. yeah. It had those really separate round uh, keys. Yeah, right. Is oh that, yeah, 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 yeah. They're the the little, they're a little uh, square. This right. one, but it's a it's a Saber Royal. Oh, okay. okay. You, that's gotcha. a newer model. Okay, well, uh, well, thanks for the note. That was nice. We appreciate it. And um, don't we have a don't we we don't have a Crash Bandicoot thing to give away? But Casey, would you mind just telling him what it's like to play the game? Right. <laughs> we have Kaboom on Atari for you. Uh, no, no. <laughs> All right, Tim. Thanks, thanks, man. Tim. Appreciate the note. That was nice. Have a good one. All right, we'll see this you later. Like a nice guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Remember that game, Kaboom? That was fun. No, what was kaboom? Oh, you had to use like the little um, dial. You didn't use the normal joystick on, and there was a. Uh, you had like three barrels of water, and a guy would drop bombs, and you would have to try and catch all the bombs. So it was a video game. Video game on Atari. Oh, so yeah, you had the the pad instead of the the joystick, you used the paddle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember kaboom particularly, but I remember a handful of games like Breakout and stuff like that. You had to use the paddle. Bringing up video games, some news came out yesterday and saw a still. Did you ever play the Uncharted games, Preston? No. They're I so damn this. good. Yeah. Tom Holland is playing Nathan Drake, the lead. They're doing a movie of this. So it's very Lara Croftish, and uh, the series is incredibly cinematic, and it's, 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 a very, it's very cool news. And they also have the previews of the Rambo Mortal Kombat sequences, which look tremendous. It's going to be wild. Uh, by the way, we're watching a video uh, of Kaboom, and I do remember this game, Casey. Dude, I love this game. They're, they're showing somebody who's really, really good at it. It's like a playing. hyperspace invaders, is at it a not? super <laughs> fast level. Uh, no, you just got to catch stuff before it hits the bottom. So, interesting. 
Okay. Uh, anyway, someday we'll get Kaboom for you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment, and we will have your chance to win a set of Kaboom, a $300 Xfinity Live gift card with the Letter of the Day Award of the Week prize. Pierre should be in here in a moment, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. You heard correctly. The event is a little earlier than usual. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families, staring food insecurity right in its face. Which makes the Camp Out Business Challenge more important than ever. Props to Subaru of America for leading the way, challenging other area companies to get involved. It's effective team building for your staff as they wrap together to help fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. For those who go the extra mile, there are prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including Preston and Steve broadcasting live from your place and for your staff. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. I think Dickie was a little gassy at that time. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I was disconnecting uh, one of the, my uh, computer and uh, my finger hit the button. <laughs> and, of course, it hit the juiciest, yeah. most disgusting yeah. one that you have. <laughs> By the way, don't call in. That was not a, no. um, a secret sounder. That's only on Tuesdays. Yes. <laughs> we do something like that. What was wow. the one? Um <clears throat> We were doing something, and you we accidentally hit the drop. Yeah, give me a spoon. Uh, I'll get you a spoon so you can eat my ass. I forgot what it was. But I remember we were in, that. The, in the middle of something that really wasn't appropriate for yeah, that. It yeah, it didn't call for that <laughs> particular clip, but uh, nonetheless. All right, so that was an accidental. An yes. accidental. By the way, Boston's on 93.3 WMMI. Let me back sell that song, as we call it in the business. <laughs> Uh, it is 1045, and we're wrapping up our program. Um, no guests. We have plenty of great callers. So thank you, people yes. of the Delaware Valley. Woo-hoo. You are the star. Listeners of WMMR and the Preston and Steve show. We had a good time. We defended Jersey's honor. Yes. Made some stuff away. Took a stroll through the Just Saying Institute campus. Magnificent. Uh, yeah, talk to Lou. <clears throat> Lou oh, called. Lou. Yeah, how's Lou? All right. Uh, Talk to a guy as a typewriter? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Tim. Uh, all right, so with that, I don't have any guests to thank. I don't have any recaps to do. We just need to do the letter of the day. So, Case, you want to uh, handle yeah. it? Because I don't see... Uh, uh, there he is. Hey, the Duke is here? Yeah, okay. it works. <clears throat> Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. No, it didn't work. Hey! There he is. There he is. Hey! All right. We'll get the man in here. Face mask and all ready to go. Uh, let's just dive right into it. The President and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. Yo, O. O is in um, opportunity. <laughs> I love it. All right. And we have the opportunity to uh, give caller number six a prize. 215-263-WMMR. If you know the word, then you got to get through right about now. And we'll find out if you are indeed the winner. How is your day so far today, Pierre? Uh, pleasant as peaches. I love that. Yes. You know, my wife hates peaches. <laughs> what? Sorry to hear I know. that. I love them. I, I absolutely love them. She can't stand them. Really? I do. I dig peaches. Oh, and they, you were talking about New Jersey. I love stopping by the uh, the stands on and grabbing 
peaches on the way back. There's always loads of them. Yeah, it's a texture thing. That, and I think she got sick on peach schnapps one time when she was young. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll and do she it. can't ever is, have that flavor again. Is it too late for Jersey tomatoes? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. you're, you're into the fall is no good anymore. Oh. oh well. But there's always next year. Yeah. Thank, what like, is available and what would be the most? Is there anything that's... Uh, I think it's still like apple season, right? Like uh, Yeah. You mm-hmm. get yourself some gourds. Pumpkins, gourds, <laughs> uh-huh. nice, nice gourd oh, pie. Like, yeah, squash and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, butternut squash is uh, is prevalent this time of year, and mm-hmm. uh, acorn squash and spaghetti squash. Those are all really good. Exactly. Macadamia nuts, macadamia nuts. <laughs> also, nut. Twizzlers. Mm, <laughs> lots of Twizzlers. The fields uh. of Twizzlers <laughs> in Jersey when no. th- when it's harvest time. When they grow those red Beautiful. Twizzlers, man, you can see them for miles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. As a farmer myself. I planted a lot of Twizzlers, and I harvested a lot of Twizzlers. And we we're going to have Woodstock on my Twizzler farm, but then they moved it up north. It made me sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's terrible, yeah. man. Terrible. Could have been a part of history. Could have been. You well, sacrificed hundreds of acres of Twizzlers. I did for yeah. those damn hippies. <laughs> <laughs> At least you weren't growing red vines. Those things are uh, terrible. I hate those. Yeah, right. They're my competitor. All right, uh, we're gonna get a uh, we're gonna get a winner here. We're gonna go to caller number six. It's Bob. Hey, Bob. Bob. Hey there. All right, hey there. Bob. Do you know? Hi there, ho there. Do you know the word of the week? It sounds like I'm a lotto winner. No sad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> lotto. And you know what? It's great because we got essentially uh, some money for you to spend at Xfinity Live. A three hundred dollar. Xfinity Live gift card. Nice. You, Bob. All right, buddy? Please. All right, hang on. We'll get your information. We'll take care of you. Don't forget, it's always home game at Xfinity Live. Xfinity Live is your home to watch and cheer on the birds for all of their home and away games. And you can reserve your table now for birds game day. Just visit XfinityLive.com, and that's what you got to do. So here we are with two bands left, man. That's it. It's uh, Shinedown and Pink Floyd. Five thirty? No, one thirty. One thirty. Yeah, today. No, two thirty. Oh, two thirty. I'm yeah, sorry. No, I, I just don't stop up. listening for fear just of missing. Don't it. miss it. Yeah, whenever it is. <laughs> no, it's two thirty because um, Brent's going to come in early, and I'm going to stay late, and uh, so we'll go two thirty to three thirty for that final competition. Wow, it's a battle uh, royale. It is. I mean, who would have thought Shine Down would have beaten Led Zeppelin yesterday? And it was close, but Shine Down clearly did win. By the way, uh, I asked uh, Brent yesterday if um, the members of the band had really campaigned, as you sort of suggested yesterday. He said they really didn't. Oh, I heard they did. Okay. They just sort of retweeted what we tweeted. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's, oh. that's a form of that's campaigning. That's doing it, yeah. yeah. yeah but so. um, they, they didn't actively say vote for us. Mm. They were more surprised they had gotten that far. It's more passive campaigning as opposed to active campaigning. Well said, sir. It's past painting. Past mm-hmm. painting, yeah. So um, it's going to be fun, um, and, and who would have thought that that would have happened? But that's what's happened, and that's where that's the cards we're playing. Yeah, man. Uh, so we're dealing the hand we're dealt, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, you got me. We're dealing the <laughs> exactly. hand we're dealt. Exactly. Okay. When you we're playing come, the hammer dealt. No, we're dealing. Okay, we're dealing. <laughs> that's right. Right. Come out and visit me on my Twizzler farm. <laughs> it's in Jersey. Oh, All right. You got to hold one to hold them. Old man Robert. And hold one on. to hold them. Yep. So um, that is happening at uh, 2.30 to 3.30. And then we got workforce blocks. Uh, yesterday was, um, as I mentioned, the anniversary one year ago of me getting inducted on the Walk of Fame. And the Hooters got inducted on the Walk of Fame. 
And also, yesterday was the anniversary of the seventh show in 1985 when Nervous Night came out. The Hooters did seven sold-out nights at the Tower Theater. They are the only band that have ever done that um, uh, over David Bowie, over Bruce Springsteen. Seven sold-out nights. Seven nights in a row? Yeah. Wow. Sold out. I mean, uh, Nervous Night had just hit platinum, sold a million copies. MMR debuted it. Uh, MMR played Hooters first time anyway, but played all their stuff locally and then nationally. And then it did so well, they they were on the road uh, touring with someone, I don't know who, and then it came back to do a night at the Tower. Sold out instantly. They added a second show. Sold out. Added a third show. And over the course of about four days, they added up to seven shows, and every one of them sold out. That's just insane. Yeah. So yesterday was the anniversary of that, and I wanted to honor it. I didn't get to it yesterday. So in honor of their uh, induction last year into the Walk of Fame and uh, in honor of the seven sold-out shows, and uh, David Asikinen has got another one of the In the Pocket projects coming up at a drive-in uh, up in the Chamonix uh, area or in the mall up in the Chamonix somewhere that I'm hosting in a week or so. So um, I'll, I'll get that information and plug that. So we'll get a block of the Hooters on. We'll get a block of uh, Rush on for your ever-loving oh, heart. Yay. And um, and something else. Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. Oh, and um, I'm going to do a little sweat set shortly of uh, one of the bands that could have gone all the way and didn't. It, they won't get a two-hour primetime special, but they will get a good 20 minutes. They're, they're from uh, Rocktober Madness? Yes. Okay. All right. right. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Very shortly. Excited to find break. out what that is. All right. So I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Acme Markets Fresh Food, local flavors. Also brought to you by Dunkin', and they are the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And Primo Hoagies. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. PrimoHoagies.com. Next week on our program, we got a couple people to highlight. We'll add some other names, I'm sure. Uh, legendary actor Stacy Keach Love him. will be on the show. And uh, our good friend, comedian Adam Ferrara, will be joining us, too. We'll have some other things in store for you. That's it. We are done. Rage on. And, hey, have yourself a great weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Seahorses. I'm in love with a seahorse, and then another seahorse. So I'm actually in love with two seahorses. So basically, I'm in a seahorse rifle tower. Next message. No set, bro. It's Liberty Gibbity Friday. Next message. I love you. I do, but do not ever compare Miley Cyrus to Janis Joplin ever again. You cannot even make that comparison. Please do not do that again. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.